I love that. Let, let's let, New let's NBA make sure. power rankings. They that. just dropped yesterday. Uh, y'all know who's at the top, right? Minnesota. Uh, Clippers, the best team in the league. After they just lost to Cleveland. Still the best team in the league. Mm. You got them better than the Nuggets? No, but I think. So what are you talking like, about, Mars? What are you doing? What are we doing yeah. right now? <laughs> What's happening? They're, they're the second best team in the West. That's a good thing. You, you just said they were the best team in the league. They're the second best team in the West, but they're the best team in the league. Which one? Which one is it, Mars? Can't be the, the second best team in the conference. Can't be the best team in the league. That doesn't work. No, because on any given night, they they can beat anyone. So. That yeah, does not make you the best team in the league because Detroit could beat anybody on any given night. Yes, they can. They just that beat Oklahoma true. City. They just yeah, beat but Oklahoma that's okay. City. See, that's they're not beating the Clippers. Well, we all know that they just beat Oklahoma City on any given night. Yeah, but any, anyone can beat OKC. You can't. Anyone can't beat the Clippers. Why it's anyone the, can't beat the Clippers? Cleveland just the did Clippers, it last night. The Clip, yeah, but the Clevelands are a good team. Did Brooklyn beat the Clippers? <laughs> What's happening right now? Brooklyn are a good Golden team. Golden State Mars, are a good team. Wait, did Mars, Golden State Mars, beat them? Mars, so Mars. they blew like a fifty-point lead. They blew them. They blew them out. Uh, they like had a back-to-back, so it was one on one when they played each other. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. But um, no, since, since, since the Clippers, since the Clippers have this been is your team, man, dog. Just so you know, this is your yeah, man. Yeah, I know. Since, I hate since, it when he be since, doing this since, nonsense. Since the, yeah. since the Clippers have been locked in, they've been the best team in the league. Is that is that up for question? Yeah, I don't think that's yes, a crazy thing. How? It is up for I mean, don't get me wrong, Miles. They've had the best record in the league since December 1st. All right, sure. They've had the best record in the league since December 1st. And does that fall under my bad chill? But does that doesn't that fall under your the 27 game middle window right there? Well, it's it's around Christmas. That's when that's when okay. the, that's when the 27 games start. So okay. uh well, my bad. I didn't mean to interrupt. I was just curious. Yeah, they they've had the best record in the league since December 1st. I I I can definitely give it that. James Harden has actually been playing really well. I said this to you. I don't think Dub was on the show when I said this to Mars, but over the last 10 games, Russ is averaging less than two turnovers a game. Balling. Averaging less, less than two turnovers a game. Um, their defense has been has picked up really, really good. But are they the best team in the league? And it's not a question. I mean, Minnesota been at the top of the Western Conference since the beginning of the season. The lowest they've fallen is two. They've been at the top of the Western Conference since the beginning of the season. I think Denver fell to fourth at one point. Um, Boston has been at the top of the, the the Boston has been at the top of the league. They've had the best record in the league for the past two months. Now, if I let Mars tell it, Boston just got blown out at home by the Clippers, who, by the way, went to went to Los Angeles and beat them by forty a month and a half ago. So without Kawhi, okay, and they didn't have Porzingis a couple of nights ago neither. Kawhi's so. the best player. Porzingis the third best and, player. So it's kind of different. Well, I've I've heard some people say Porzingis is the second best player on that crew. So and no one no no says Kawhi is the second best. Player and Porzingis is very crucial for that crew as Huge. well. Being uh, he, is, he is, he is, he is. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with that. But that's why neither team is going to blow each other out if they meet each other in the finals. It's going to be mm-hmm. a close, mm-hmm. close series. Right. But I'm just saying, 22 and five of your last 27 games, best team in the league. Fellas, we will get back to the power rankings, but David Mujinaya has a topic he wants us to address right here and right now. David Mujanaya said, if you could go back in time and be the coach or GM of any team, which year do you go to? Which job would you take? And what would you do differently? 
who wants to kick this off? I want to start off. It's Go actually ahead, recently. Bro. You got it. <laughs> I'll be the GM or I'll probably be the GM of the uh, 2022 Lakers when they traded for Russ and telling them, don't do that nonsense. Keep KCP. Keep Caruso. Wait, wait. Was KCP on that crew in 2021, Mars? I yes, forgot. He was. Yeah. He was. They just won the NBA championship. So keep them there. Keep Caruso there. Don't sit here and mess up and blow up your team trying to acquire Russ and try to go tit for tat with the bosses, uh, not Celtics, but the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, and I think that crew and the turnaround of that crew would have been very differently if they didn't make that trade. So I'm definitely picking that crew, making sure that they don't ruin their franchise uh, with that trade. And you feel me? That we going to give LeBron James another ring and Anthony Davis. Mars, what you got? Um, the KD Warriors. So I can see how important coaching is, or if they can just win a championship with me as a coach. Then, then, <laughs> well, then I'll have, no. <laughs> have some serious agendas for Steve. This Kirk. is the difference, though. Are you like actually gonna coach, or are you just gonna sit? No, I'm a, and... I'm a, I'm a, I'm a coach. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a coach. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a do what I think Steve Kerr was doing. I'm, I'm gonna see if they can win with, with me as a coach. Because if they can. Steve Kerr, buddy, I'm not gonna lie. Those two rings looking looking sketchy for you. So Mars, you do know that Mars, you do know that Andre Iguodala was in the huddle drawing up plays while that was going. So like I, be, I believe Kerr. I believe if if they come, it's it's only a win win for me. Either I win two rings as a coach, maybe three, because maybe I don't bring KD back. Who knows? Maybe I maybe I keep them healthy, or they lose and then KD gets cooked. I'm fine. So I I think I think that's a win win for me. Um, so yeah. I'm a I'm a coach to 2017 Warriors. Did y'all hear what George Carl said about uh Andrew Iguodala? Called him a mole. How they lost to the Warriors and then went went to oh, like he was on the Nuggets and they lost to the Warriors and then re- went right to Golden State. I find it funny how KD gets all that criticism, but not Andre Iguodala. But hey, I mean, I'm just <laughs> they're not the same person. George, George Carl called him a mole, man. If you kind of had a <laughs> and problem, that wasn't the same team either, though. They they had one saying. It's kind they, of they fed, it's kind of sketchy. It's kind you know, of sketchy. It's a little different what you win. It's, and Iggy didn't play well in that series either. People thought KD flopped uh, the three one lead for just for that. So I don't know. Look kind of weird for me. If, if if Iggy was the third best player in the world, maybe he'd be given that treatment. Maybe I don't know. Oh, I, don't I mean, like he was that. finals MVP like though. Now that you do mention that dub, he did. I don't know. But Chill Town, we got a uh, well, not to mention here a ticket. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, um, well, I would have probably went back to uh, the 99-2000 season, uh, and I would have stopped the, the, the Lakers dynasty from beginning. <clears throat> I would have went to Portland. I would have been the head coach, and I would have went to Hackershack early in the fourth quarter. I wouldn't have let the Lakers get into a rhythm and get back in that game. I would have got that. I would have got that game home if I was a coach. How are you a Lakers fan and saying that you would keep? No, he asked me. Hold on. He happy. asked me if any. Hold on. He wants to change history. Let he me asked go. me if any. He asked me if any. Keeping I'm, your I'm favorite team from winning. You're a Miami Heat fan, but you're capping for LeBron James. So shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> so again, again, as I said before, he asked what would be a ideal situation if I was Portland and that team was thirsting for a championship at that time. I would have, if I was a coach, I would have went to Hackershack early in the fourth quarter. I would have stopped the Lakers from getting in the rhythm and getting back in the game. It was a 16-point lead. I would have went to Hackershack and made and literally destroyed the rhythm of that game and made him either take Shaq out the game or make Shaq make free throws all through the fourth quarter. 
That's what I would have did because they would have won that game. There's no reason why Portland should have lost that game. Kobe and Shaq's greatness overtook that fourth quarter, but that was bad coaching on the other end. That was horrific coaching. If I'm coaching, I'm going right to hack a Shaq, and you just going to have to beat me at the free throw line in the fourth quarter. I'm up 16. With seven minutes on the clock. Damn, he said Mike Dunleavy sold. That's tough. Mm. Mars, they were up seven. They were up. They were up fifteen with seven minutes. Half the quarter is over, and this ain't like it is today, where the game is 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 fast. No, this is in a Western Conference championship. They up fifteen points with seven and a half minutes. The Lakers, I think, went on a twenty to two run to end the game. It ain't just because you can't make a shot. The adjustments need to be made, and there were none. Zero. Sure, what's your Sounds team? like we need Scottie Pippen for that. Mm. Come on, bro. I'm tired of people. The, the, uh, chill time. Did you did you pick your team yet? No, I didn't. What's I'm, your team? Uh, I'm, I'm going back to 2009. How about you pass on Tony Allen and you take James Harden in the draft? Get the beat out of Ooh. here. And you put James Harden on that crew with Mike Conley and Zach Randolph. Just for holding the been, playoffs? I think they would have been a lot better. A lot better. Yeah, but James Harden, be having a crew led by James Harden is still would have lost anyway, so. Well, actually, it's not led by him. It's actually led by Mike Conley in the Grindhouse and Zach Randolph. Mm. They have Mark at that point, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yo, that would have damn near been like the perfect. You know how I always say that like, would have been a good crew. I'm not gonna lie. No, for real. Like, like a guy like Jalen Brunson, for instance, or when I say guys like Trey Young, even Steph Curry, they need a defense built around him. That would have been perfect for James Harden having also another another facilitator, Mike Conley, that could take pressure off him. Having a guy that can get a bucket at any time, Zach Randolph. Having a big, as nice as Marcus All, who can man the defense, also can get a bucket on the block. Having, you know, all those other defenders around him. I think that would have been, you know, James Harden in the grindhouse. I, I, I could see it. I could see it. Still would have lost in the conference finals, but I could, I could see it being all right. I think if if we go in with the leadership and tangibles that's around him, with Mike Conley and, and Zebo and them, and uh, uh, I think uh, Prince was on that team too for a good uh, for a good minute, right? Tayshawn Prince, mm-hmm. yes. Tayshawn Prince. So in my head, I'm like, I think that's a really good crew for him to be a part of. And I mean, could they defeat the Warriors? Because that was a that was a team that kept uh, combating them in the postseason. Here's the problem, though. Here's the problem, though, Dub. Rudy Gay on that team too. Get him out. Of there. <laughs> get him out of there. Gotta go. Rudy gotta get, get Rudy off the crew. Rudy gotta, gotta go. Rudy if, we, if we're gonna be good, get Rudy off the crew. We gotta be. We we're gonna be competitive. Get Rudy off the crew, one hundred percent. So, yes. that is true. Mm-hmm. Yes, get Rudy off the crew. So, can that crew um, beat the Warriors? I think that they give them a good shot. I do with James Harden as the, playing at the off guard spot. Because mm-hmm. when he got to Houston, they gave him the ball. I mean, we didn't know he – I didn't know he was 28 a game good. I didn't know he was that good. But if he's playing in, in Memphis to start, playing off the ball like that, Mike Conley being a distributor that he is, I think he's perfect for them. Hmm. Perfect for what they're doing. The shooting guard uh, that they need. Let me, the let, me turn, the one, let me turn the conversation to Chilltown. Let's get out the small town. <laughs> so, Doug, um, I'm glad I forced you to pull up today. Uh, it's, it's good to see you, brother. This is now, nasty, you know, yeah. we was in here a couple already, of days ago, already, already and me did. and Chilltown were in here, me and Mars, we were talking about a trade from the Miami Heat. And we were talking about a guy who had basically been on horrible teams for the last few years, Doug, uh, and his name was Scary Terry Rochier, right? Mm-hmm. And we told you that we felt like the chemistry 
and all of the small things, the intangible, the championship pedigree and all that stuff that, you know, Caboose brought to the table. You know what I'm saying? Kyle Lowry, dog. We thought that that was a, a mistake. We didn't like that. Uh, but somebody by the name of Dubonair, who I told needs to go holler at Vince McMahon because he's a wrestler and not a basketball player. He wanted to get upset and say, oh, man, I'll put anything that they'll destroy the Knicks. That's what you said. Like that. And they ended up getting absolutely dog walked and annihilated by the Knicks. And then you get beat again. Now, I, I don't know what you think, bro. But to me, that trade has not only killed y'all's chemistry, it's hurt, it's hurt an, an, a balance that you guys had, still had within the locker room. Because Kyle Lowry was a leader in that locker room. Even though he was a newer guy, he was a leader in that locker room. Guys respected him because he won a championship. And he came up big in big time moments. And he did the small things that Miami Heat fans didn't appreciate. But they will watch him scary Terry out there this season. Um, What's your, what's your thoughts, dog? What, you, you still sticking so, on the Miami Heat? What's so I need, I need everyone to understand something. Um, Miami Heat last year in the regular season was an eight seed. With Kyle Lowry, just not like, let's year. not. Oh, 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 I'll let you get this off. It's not last so year. Let's, let's not it's sit. Not no, 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 no. So let's not sit here and act as if in the playoffs that things can change dramatically, okay? Because Kyle Lowry last season wasn't that great. Kyle Lowry, even they started a three game losing, they started this lose streak wrong with Kyle Lowry being there. You know how many shots he made in all those three games? Four shots. He made four shots in I know three how many games. Shots he made in the playoffs. No, no, and that's I know how many the point. Shots he made when so he that's tied. so, and that's my point. If you're gonna criticize Miami and them not being this good crew, the same way that you're bigging up Kyle Lowry in the postseason, let's wait for this team to show out in the postseason and see what they, they can might do. not make it. But Miami last season wasn't no, 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 almost got bounced with Kyle Lowry. Double there, double but but we wasn't questioning I, the I intangibles, I'm, I'm the chemistry. What are we I don't talking think they're gonna about? make it, bro. I do right, I'm just gonna be honest with you, bro. There's something missing from this Miami team, bro. And one of the big things I think that's missing is in the locker room is UD's presence in these type of situations. I think UD's presence is missing in these type of situations behind the scenes in the locker room on a day-to-day -day basis, at practice on a day-to-day -day basis. You can't replicate that. That's something that you can't replicate. So when this team was down. I always chill town and Mars felt like UD was the pulse. He was the, the defibrillator that kept these guys, their chest pumping. You understand what I'm saying? Whenever, whenever they was going to flatline as a team, because you guys almost flatlined last year and missed the whole, missed the whole playoffs. You, you came back and won. We that are game. not going to sit and, here and, and credit hold on, hold on, that hold on, to UD. Are you kidding me? Listen, Doug, listen to your boy. Listen to your boy. But this year, Doug, it just doesn't seem like, because you have, you always going to have Jimmy in the locker room. But you always need an opposite of Jimmy. And to me, when you got rid of Kyle Lowry, and that's why I'm just, I'm not talking about just basketball. When me and Chilltown told you that, we, we didn't say we was talking about just basketball on the court. We talking about the intangibles that the dude brought to the team in situations where it got deep like this. Yeah, you might lose two or three straight games, whatever. But seven straight games, though? You, so let me, let me, let me, I need to preference this as well. Because... Miami right now is still a favorably. This is new, a new crew. This is a new crew that we've been a part of. These are new guys with Hame. Richardson hasn't been there for years. Um, now we got Scary Terry on the lineup. Jimmy Butler been in and out of the lineup, so we be having to have oh, Yovich out there a lot of times. So Hi this Smith. is a – yeah, Highsmith. Highsmith is not really that new, but, yeah, he's getting more PT than before. Mm -hmm. 
The thing is, just a few weeks ago, what? Miami was sitting on the four speed, and nobody was criticizing them at all. They're going through this losing streak right now. In my opinion, throughout a process of getting a trade, in my opinion, there's nothing to be upset about because a team that just that's fairly new with each other, there needs to be an adjustment period. We just seen the Clippers have a what? They had like one and nine in a 10-game stretch when James Harden just got there. Let's not sit here and act as if Miami's in question because they're going through this seven-game that's a lie. That's not true. We do have that personnel. Who's your who's your, who's that personnel that y'all have like the Clippers? Do, do y'all have a? Do you no, guys have no. three? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. We have you, personnel. We have personnel to be you great. You guys have four lock Hall of Famers on the roster. We have four, we have personnel to be great. Who outside of Jimmy and Bam? We have Jimmy. We have Jimmy Bam Hero Terry Rozier still good. I don't Hero. know why you act like he's a scrub. Hero, hold on. Yeah. And you got what? Jaime Hotgas, Josh Richardson. Double ticket. Like, what are we talking Double about? Ticket. Kevin Love. I have to, I, I have to interject. We'll get back to this. But Air Buddy, not two buddy, not one buddy, but Air Buddy has a super chat. And he said, Ticket, don't forget to stay on Chill's helmet oh, yeah. about the Bucks. Yesterday, oh, yeah. we already saw the energy shift mm -hmm. on the defense. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you I'm glad you brought it up. I'm so glad you brought it up. I'm going to run the table. Table. I'm, I'm gonna say this. Hmm? Oh, this is what I was telling This is what I was telling Dub about Dame Dollar. When we talk about Dame Dollar, in those situations, Giannis had 29-12. He balled mm -hmm. out in the fourth quarter. Dame yep. has to show up in them situations, bro, offensively. Mm -hmm. You cannot – first of all, defensively, they were solid. When you when Jamal Murray is making tough shots like that – No, they weren't. They only score – No, they were not. No, they weren't. Let me finish you, Sal. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. They only shot 22% from the three. Yep. That was great. They held their field goal percentage under – well, I think it was under 48. That was great. And they only scored 113 points in an era where teams were scoring 130, 140. Mm -hmm. That's great. So the overall team defense was great. You mm -hmm. forced those two guys. The problem was is that Dame Dollar couldn't there show up in the time. When it, hold there on, chill. Wait, 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 wait. When you're Dame Dollar, Chilltown, and you're averaging 25, 26 a game, and you only get 18, you can't you, – you're getting your shot block going to the basket. You can't get your three-point shot off. Everything seemed hard for him. Then you got three turnovers in the third quarter that lost control of the game. They had control of the game. Dame has three turnovers in the third quarter that caused him to go up eight. That would kill the game, him and Bobby Portis in that little stretch right there during that game. Then in the fourth quarter, he has another crucial turnover, gets his shot blocked, runs out of bounds, and catches the ball. Mm -hmm. That was a huge possession. That's a two-possession game. That's a two Mm -hmm. Then the rest of it went to fouls. So you you lose a seven-point game, 113 to 107, something like that, six-point game. Yep. So in re reality, the Bucs normally score more points than that. So I don't. the defense was way better, though. I watched them scrambling, rotating. They didn't let all the other guys kill you. Murray, when he gets in his bag like that, ain't nothing you're going to do, chill time. You can put one, two, whatever you want to do. Jamal right. Murray is one of the toughest uh, scores in the league, bro. Right, and we can't take that away from and Jokic. This this motherfucker is throwing up jump hooks over dudes with stretch arms. Ain't nothing you can do about him. You know that your main guys gonna get their numbers chill. The other guys they controlled those guys, right. and I like that game. They just needed to get guys down the stretch. You couldn't get nothing from Middleton either, and you right. couldn't get nothing from Dane, and that's what killed them down the stretch, bro. So with that all being said, ticket, you made some really good points, but the one problem that we have, and I've said I'm on record saying this. Doc is not the difference. This is that's a personnel. Yeah, right. Doc is not the difference. But did they play better defensively? No. 
They well, didn't. Hold on, let me ask you this question. Why don't Why don't you think they play better defensively, bro? I'm, about to, explain it. I'm, I'm about to explain it to you right now. Go, go ahead. Reason, so let's let, let's let's rewind. This is not a Doc issue. Doc is a good coach. This he's not the problem. The problem is they have a personnel issue, and it's at the lead guard. I've said this to you guys countless times. How many times have I seen Damian Lillard last night in particular when we get into the meat and potatoes of the game? Do not let him off the hook. Do not let him off the hook um, ticket with that, yo, uh, Jamal Murray is just a tough. No, we're still switching ones and fives. Not only are we still switching ones and fives, we still switch. he's still getting caught in switches in no man's land. I'm watching him get caught in a switch on a pick and roll because they actively hunted him last night. Actively, uh, they went after Damian Lillard. I thought that so, what you was guarding him. I, th- I thought that uh, Malik Beasley was guarding. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, they yeah, they had Malik. Hold on, hold on. So, oh, Jamal, did they have Malik Beasley on, on, on Murray last night? Jamal, so what I'm, I'm watching Jamal, I'm watching Jamal Primarily, Murray. Yeah, but they switched. Right, they did. So I'm watching Jamal Murray and Damian Lillard match up against each other, and they're actively hunting him with pick and rolls. And what Damian Lillard is doing, which is ridiculous, is he's switching, and Brooke Lopez is now covering Jamal Murray. And now Damian Lillard mm-hmm. is at the free throw line in the mid post with Joker, and he's screaming at Giannis to get to him. When in reality, you should just be fighting over the screen. I really which didn't Joker see isn't that. even setting. I really which didn't. J- I, 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 chill. I disagree with you on that. I really did. I thought they, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought they did a really good job last night defensively, man. I mean, because in, in the NBA, your superstars, what they, what that's why they superstars, they're going to score. Make them shoot 22 your, your superstars, chill, your superstars are going to score in many situations. But they if you they look just at, missed up. Chill, chill, I know. You go back, I know. If you go back and look at that game, Chilltown, right. go back and look at that game and look look what they did all across the board. Because, see, listen, normally we pretty much know that the Bucks, their offense is on point. Last night, we understood Middleton and Dane wasn't there offensively. Okay, we accept that, right? But when and you why talk is about that? We, hold, hold, hold on, Chill, hold on one second. Keep going, keep going, keep defense, going. Chill, with the Denver Nuggets, it ain't just Murray and Jokic that's killing you with their scoring. It's the passing that's killing you that's causing the other dudes to get off, right? So when you think about it, they made Jokic take 25 shots last night. He only shot 40% from the field. They did a damn good job on him. Right. So Murray's the one who really got loose last night because right. he was just everything he was scoring. Just trying to do was hitting amazing shots, bro. Fadeaways, all kind right. of crazy shots he's hitting, chill. Right. Right. Everybody else was intact. Aaron Gordon, eight points. Uh, Aaron Gordon, 33% from the field. That's the starter. Reggie Jackson, 42% from the field. Uh, Braun didn't do nothing. Most of these other guys outside of him didn't do anything. Michael Porter Jr., 42% from the field. So, so and, and, hold, hold on, chill. Hold on, hold on one second, chill. My fault. So when I'm looking at Milwaukee, the defense, I'm not concerned about that. What I'm concerned about last night was, was the fact that in the, in the trenches, Dame Dollar was 5 or 13 from the field. He shot 38% from the field in a marquee game against a marquee point guard, Chilltown. Chris Middleton, Chilltown, he was 60% from the field. Guess what? He got out of the offense late in that game last night. In the second half, he was non-existent. He, he didn't even get shot. So that's something that they're going to have to address right there because he only he only ended up with 14, but he shot 60% from the field. So you have Giannis, who shot 57.9 uh, from the field. He did his job, 29, 12, and four assists, a block, a steal, whatever, whatever, right? Lopez gave you 19. He's got to crash the boards. He only had two rebounds. He got to crash the boards. And I like Giannis took the challenge. They put Giannis on Jokic. I like that last night. Giannis was guarding Jokic too. He was guarding him too. So 
again, chill. I'm looking at the offense, bro. And then Bobby Portis was horrendous, chill town. Two of 13 from the field, bro. Two of 13. Right. So when you have your sixth man that can't produce scoring, when Dane is shooting 38% from the field, chill town, you're not going to – and, Gian, and Giannis has to do that against the Nuggets. Bro, you, all he needed is one other guy. If Dane plays his normal game, they win. Here's the, pro well, here's the problem with that ticket. His normal game – his normal game has been basically what you've been seeing this year. He's hit like some big shots, but this is his normal game, especially defensively. No, 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 I'm I'm watching... about, no, no. I'm talking about offensively, chill. Offensively. I'm... Right. And offensively, he has not been great. No, he has I not. I agree been. with you on that. No, he has not been great. Now, if you're talking about the Dame Lillard, that's in Portland. You're not going to see that Dame Lillard here in, in, in Milwaukee. And the reason why you're not going to see that Dame Lillard in Milwaukee is because the <laughs> offense is different. Me not and you on the same board. Okay, so the offense is different. With that being said, the defense from Damian Lillard, how, how, what's the word I'm looking for? He's just low. How the the defense with Dame Lillard, how lost he is on defense. You guys, if, if if you guys would just sit down and just watch him, when him and with when him and Brooke Lopez are switching ones and fives, they are not only are they switching ones and fives, they're switching ones and fives on different guys. It's not just Jamal Murray. They're switching ones and fives. Or Reggie Jackson, too, when he does not need to switch. Reggie Jackson going downhill. He's blowing by Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard is the prop. This is a personnel issue. This is not a Doc Rivers problem. This is a personnel issue where the defense that needs to be played at that level in order to win is not there. Sure. So, no, no, you, don't think, you don't think they played good enough defense last night to win? Once again, Giannis is going to make up. No, no, I'm asking No, I don't. No, I don't. No, no, I don't. Okay, just so you know, ticket the league average is one sixteen. So you held them to under a bucket with league average. But what do they That's average? It. That's it. The league no, average. No, I'm saying, what do the Nuggets average? The Nuggets are, I think they're in the top. I think they're in the top three in the league in offense, something like that. Right. The but Nuggets. Okay, so you, the Nuggets average one hundred and fifteen a game. Oh, so okay, so they average one hundred and fifteen. So one bucket. With that being said, the lead guard. The defense that's necessary to be played. I ain't asking Damian Lillard to be an all-league defender. I'm not asking him to be Drew Holiday. I'm not asking him to be Marcus Smart. But what I am asking him to do, I'm asking him to be smarter. You don't switch ones and fives. I'm asking him to give better effort. You don't die on ghost screens. You know what a ghost screen is, Ron? You know what a ghost screen is, Ron? A ghost screen is when a guy comes up to you and he's not even screening. He's just coming up to you and you just anticipate he's going to screen. So you switch, yeah, yeah. which is what Damian Lillard does. That's what Did he you does see that last night, Mars? Absolutely, I saw that. I saw no, no, that with I, him. No, no, hold on. I, I want to ask Mars because I know Mars studied that game. Mars, did, what what did you think about Dame's D last night? Keep it real. I, I ain't gonna get mad if you go against Dame's D last night. Pause. Okay, well, I don't. I, 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 I don't fall for it, Mars. You go against him. <laughs> nah, right. you go against him. No, I just want to know what he. I want to know his honest assessment if he felt like Chilltown felt that his defense was so bad last night because I didn't see it. I don't. I don't. I don't think his defense was good, but I don't think that was the reason they lost personally. what's the reason why you think they lost um because i think down the stretch i mean me and Shaw speak about this all the time if the, I, I say this was if the game's close down the stretch with denver they're gonna run Jokic um, and jamal murray two-man game and you're going to lose so like i don't i don't think i don't think it's i think the bucks played pretty well for a first game with a new coach they were hitting damn near every three it felt like they, they couldn't miss. Um, now, I will say, I think Brooke Lopez has just regressed this year. So you kind of have to play him in a deep drop. And in order for a drop coverage to work, you have to have guards who either can fight through screens or can play well in recovery. 
and the, the Bucks don't have either one of them, which is why which is why the Nuggets were able to cook in the mid-range and get to the rim, even though they weren't making threes, but it was very easy for them to score in, in the mid-range. But that's because the drop coverage is so deep that there's not there's no adjustment, I don't think. If Doc Rivers figures out a formula to fix that, maybe I'll give him credit as a coach. Because there's there's no there's nothing I see that he can do for that. So I think that's just a symptom of their defense. I think well, that's I don't just think that there's anything that you can do to fix that. That's an effort thing. Getting a, and when you talk about skill, I mean we 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 can we can talk about we can talk about game planning and schemes, but getting around screens, that's effort. Drop coverage, that's that's going up against guys that like Schroeder, Dennis Schroeder, who 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 you think are gonna shoot the ball, who you want shooting the basketball. D'Angelo Russell, you want him shooting the basketball. So you play drop coverage on him. You don't play drop coverage on Jamal Murray. You do not. You can't. So I need you to fight around screens. I can't have you dying on ghost screens and I can't have you switching ones and fives. And when we got into the meat and potatoes of the game last night, to your point, you and you and I actually watched Denver before when you get that two man game with both Joker and Murray, Damian Lillard is switching onto Joker and Joker is at the free throw line and Dame is screaming at Giannis to get over here to get on him. When Giannis comes over here, KCP is wide open in the corner. The ball gets skipped to KCP, and he knocks down the three. That's a defensive F. That, that's a defensive. He's a defensive liability, and that's going to go on. That's going to go on for the majority of the playoffs when you had because because Doc, not Doc Rivers because you got teams that are going to exploit that. Not only so, Dame Lillard. Not, not, so, not Doug, Dame Lillard so, so not Doug, with, based off what Chill is saying, do, do you believe that now that Dame is a fraud? Then. And it's getting exposed. Oh my <laughs> God. No, no, I'm saying no, no, no. Because hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh my Duh. God. Duh, Duh, Duh. Because what Chilltown just said, people Chilltown just said, that's what I was telling you about if he went to Miami. But you told me, you was like, nah, East Oak can hide him and put him in schemes. If, if he was on my, saying, hold, hold, on, listen. On my... hold on, hold on, wait, wait, Doug. No, you asked me to answer the question, you want to answer it. I know I'm putting you against your boy, but hold on. I'm putting you against him, dead against him right now. So your boy said, uh, Doug, that there ain't nothing, and the rock means nothing that can help Dame get better. Do you? So does that mean he's a fraud, Dub? He's talking about defense. The, right. The, that's what. That's what I'm telling let, you about Miami. Let me. Let me. Let me finish. Miami has way better pieces to be able to hide and shield Dame or protect Dame. That he said he can't do nothing. Let me finish, sir. So we have way more pieces. We're able to have guys like Tyler Hero being there. And my whole thing is being invested is a big part of that too. And Showtime was talking about that as well. Being invested is a big part of that. Miami, him being on that Miami Heat crew, a place where he actually wanted to be, around a guy, Jimmy Butler, who he actually wanted to play with, playing under Eric Spolstra, a guy that he probably actually wanted to be coached by. That goes a long way of me putting more effort. If we're able to have guys like Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero out there, there's no reason to think that uh, uh, Damian Lillard can't be in that, uh, be out there, and the defense isn't going to take that bad of a hit. But Tim that, Town said it's nothing that can help this man defensively, and we disagree. I'm saying him being invested into the Miami Heat and the Miami, I guess the Miami Heat culture is something that you will see a better effort out of him because that's just what we do. But, that's but hold on, how, and hold on. he but wanted to be there. But Chill Town, why do you disagree with Dub just said? Oh, because this I've man trying it. to make us fight each other. What is wrong? What an instigator! Oh, yeah, wow. First, first, and foremost, Dub, you love the toxicity, so knock it off. Let's let's okay. not act like you okay. don't love it because you love the toxicity anyway. But this is something that's been going on for years with Damian Lillard. This is not new. This is a personnel issue. This is who he is. This mm -hmm. is what happens. At some point, you have to accept the matchup. 
Now, don't get me wrong. Dudes cook, right? Jamal Murray, uh, the better point guards, the the Aaron Fox, Luca, guys cook. But when you are constantly getting hunted by the defense, which is what they did last night with Damian Lillard, because they know that he's going to switch. And when he switches, that throws their defense off, especially when you're getting picked. Especially when you're getting switched on with a one and a five. I'm watching Jamal Murray come off of that screen at the top, at the top of the key, and 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 Brook Lopez is now chasing. He's not chasing Jamal Murray, but he's switching on to Jamal Murray, and now he has him in the deep water. When he has him in the deep water, Damian Lillard don't Damian Lillard doesn't double. Damian Lillard's still stuck on Joker, or he's stuck on Aaron Gordon. A good coach is going to exploit that, where he's going to dive that big man right to the block. How many times I saw Jamal Murray hit shots and Damian Lillard drop his head? Why? Because he's not engaged defensively. You can chase guys off screens. You could very well do that. You can make it tough on guys, even though Jamal Murray is one of the best tough shot makers in the game. You can make it tough on them. But what you can't do is you can't leave guys in, you can't leave guys in the mid-range to just knock down open shots. You can't leave your five-man switched on to Jamal Murray, and, and that's just the end of it. That's going to be the difference between them winning and losing. Teams like Boston, teams like Philly, they're going to exploit that, and they're going to open up Damian Lillard for who he really is. You guys um, do well, know I, I'll call this game, right? Uh, yeah, 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 it was. Like, like it we're was. doing a whole lot of nitpicking, but you guys do know, like, this game could have Ron, this is the difference game. between winning and losing, though. You're talking about nitpicking. That's the difference between winning and losing. It, I mean, but you, here's my thing with, with the whole Damian Lillard thing. Uh, Dame honestly really didn't play that good offensively down the stretch. I think he could have did more. The defensive part, okay. We just got to live with the defensive part. But we act like guys don't get hunted on every single team. I can go down every roster, and it's a guy that dudes are picking on. But Mm -hmm. the the thing about it is, like, we know Dame's going to be hunted on defense. You have to hunt somebody. Think Mm -hmm. about it is, they have four other above-average defenders on the floor for the majority of the game. You talking that, about Miami or are you talking about Bucks? No, I'm talking about the Bucks. Above okay, average, no, no, average no, you're tripping. I was going to say that for Miami, not for the Ma- Bucks. The, the reason Beasley. why would the reason Beasley. why would work the reason Malik why Malik Beasley's a bad defender. That's why the reason the reason why the reason why I will work on Miami because our rotation is better, our, even our help and our ability to uh, help and shoot guys like Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero. It's just far better than what the Bucs can provide, hold, hold, hold which is why we see that's such a, a better, that's a, that's a, a worse outcome on the Bucs. Malik okay. Beasley was a great defender with Larson Pippen. I said, now, I guess, I guess, I guess, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, He deed her up from L.A. Chicago all the way to Minnesota. Actually, he wasn't being up ticket. He was being her down. Let's yeah, that, that was great defense right there. That's what he was talking about. He's a bad defender. But to your point, Ron, you, you are exactly right. Guys get hunted. I watched Steph Curry in that Dallas series in that Dallas series in the Western Conference Finals get hunted. You know what he did? He fought over screens. You know what he did? He gave effort defensively. You know what he did? He rebounded the basketball. He stuck his nose in there. He did the necessary things in order for us to win. Dame doesn't do that. That's the difference between winning NBA championship. Dame's not hard enough. Yes. Yes. And then I, I got to agree, agree with Chilltown on one thing. If your defense I got you is that bad, one. your offense got to be so great that make up for it. Like Luka, we rarely talk about Luka as much as we should defensively because his offense is so great. It overshadows some of the things, a lot of his flaws defensively. So with Dane, if you're going to be that bad defensively, bro, you got to be out here dropping 30 offensively, bro. You can't be bad 
like Chill said, defensively. I do agree with that point. And actually, then be giving you he's 18 been points on 38 percent from the field against a premier point guard. Nah, man. Sorry, man. That's in terms NBA. of shooting, shooting the ball has been bad, but his offensive value is felt on the court. But go ahead, Mars. Um, yeah, my I feel like everyone who knew Dame was a bad defender, like if we if we already knew what he was coming from Paul and Ticket said it, I've been preaching the fact that he can't play defense. Why would we then be mad at Dame? now for still not playing defense when the Bucks knew what they were getting themselves into we all knew what they were getting themselves into Dame doesn't play defense so if we know he doesn't play defense why would we then not because of guys like Doug because of you gotta finish because of guys like Doug you don't even know where I'm going oh okay we'll stick it up in there okay okay (laughs) if we know if we know that if we know that Dame doesn't play why would we then not blame the roster construction it's like we have yeah let's say we have Yanis for example we know Yanis can't shoot. So what does the team do? Put a bunch of non-shooters around Yanis. Do we then just say it's Yanis' fault he can't shoot? Or do we say they built a team poorly around him? If we know Dame don't play defense and you have Dame, Yanis, Brooke Lopez, what do you do? You get two perimeter defenders to fill those other two spots. Chris Middleton used to play defense and he's regressed a bit because of the injuries, whatever. And then you get Malik Beasley, who, sure, plays defense on us, Pippen. <laughs> but in, on the basketball court, doesn't play defense. So that's bad roster construction. That's where the Bucks messed up. We knew Dame didn't play defense. So for us to expect him to play defense now in year, what is he, year 12? Now, when he's never played defense a day before in his life, we should be asking why did the Bucks not go get a competent perimeter defender next to Damian Lillard? Because if they did, then Damian Lillard wouldn't have to be a primary on-ball defender. Then you could have someone who could fight through screens, who could implement the defensive scheme, and you could have Damian Lillard hide on a worse offensive player. That's what the Warriors did with Steph Curry when you had Clay Thompson. Then you got then you had Iguodala. Then you had Andrew Wiggins. You had guys who could do what Steph Curry couldn't do, and Dame could just be fine off the ball. And then if they tr- do try bring him in the action, guess what? You just pre-switch with someone else. That's what the Warriors did religiously against Houston when James Harden was hunting. And Steph Curry, we pre-switch with Draymond Green, we pre-switch with Iguodala, we pre-switch with KD, we pre-switch with Clay Thompson. We're not letting Steph Curry get hunted, but you can't do that on the Bucks because they have no other perimeter defenders. Yanis isn't great on the perimeter. Brook Lopez obviously can't guard on the perimeter. That's why he plays drop coverage. Malik Beasley hasn't played defense in the NBA in like four years. So what do you? What are they meant to do with Damian Lillard? He's gonna obviously look worse when the roster around him is terrible. I don't get why we're blaming Damian Lillard for what we already knew he was. He came into this team said, for offense. Now, if you want to criticize his offense, I'm fine. But criticizing him for not playing defense when no, we no, no, all Mars. knew he wasn't going to play defense. We're on Damian Lillard kind of, because kind of remember, Mars, I was in mm-hmm. here saying that it was Dame Lillard fault those teams in Portland lost, and guys Offensive, like Doug yes. and these guys came and said no. It was because Dame didn't have a championship-level roster around him. Dame mm-hmm. literally has a championship-level roster around him now, and he looks like boo-boo. So that's why he ain't getting no excuses, because all those years that they gave him excuses, Chilltown included, saying he ain't had no championship roster. And I'm the only one who said, bro, it's him. It's he's, he's the but reason. You're criticizing. You're criticizing. No, I'm, fine with criti- I'm fine with oh. criticizing his offense. I have no – if you want to say Dame should be making shots he normally makes, he should be hitting his pull-up threes at a higher clip, his catch-and-shoot threes should be going in much better than they are if you consider him the second-best shooter in the league, like a lot of people do. He's been hitting like 36% of his catch-and-shoot threes this year. That's not good for a guy of Damian Lillard's caliber. If you want to say he should be better finishing around the rim, he's been getting blocked way too much on his drives, his mid-range game still seems to not exist. Fine, I'm fine with all of those things. But criticizing his defense when we all knew he didn't play defense. 
No, 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 no. I'm not. Well, that's, that's, well, wait your a boy, that's your boy Grilltown. I'm just well, saying. Well, he hell yes, hell yes, me. And the, okay, number one ticket. N- number one ticket. I didn't say anything about his roster. I just said. You did. When me and you was cooking, you said when he me, had a when, when you, when, No, what I, what I said was I never felt like, like Curry was better. And Curry outplayed him. Every no, time no, you said, bro, you that's what I said. That's what I said. Number two. Number two, Mars, to your point, okay, sure, we do know that he doesn't play defense. So, like I said in the beginning of this, we're talking about a personnel issue. And losing Grayson Allen, who actually gave effort on defense, was huge for them. Okay, sure, losing Drew Holiday was, I mean, that was the catalyst. But to lose Grayson Allen, a guy who actually gave effort on defense and who would actually try to play some defense, that was even bigger. Because Malik Beasley, for all intents and purposes, is a long ball shooter. That's all he's ever been. He's that in Minnesota. He's that when he was with the Lakers. He's that in Milwaukee. Now to say that, not to say that we shouldn't uh, to be critical of his defense. That's the difference in them winning. And the fact that it's now the fact that he's now on a Milwaukee team that does play defense, that did play defense, it's actually getting amplified that he doesn't play defense even more. So it's not like, well, we shouldn't be blaming him. Well, you because we already knew that doesn't that doesn't make it. That not so, because it's still so. And it's going to be the difference between them winning and losing. It is a personnel issue, and that's the biggest problem. Yeah, but you build around the su- you build around the superstars, not the other way around. You don't put role players and then make the superstars fit to the role players. You get superstars, Yanis and Dame, and you make the role players fit their strengths and weaknesses. So Yanis needs floor spacing. You get him Damian Lillard, Chris Middleton, Malik Beasley, Brooke Lopez, a stretch five. Dame needs defense. You got him no defense. You didn't the because you went and acquired Dame on a whim because you felt like you needed to try build a championship roster. You haven't built around Dame's weaknesses, so now his weaknesses get amplified. If the Warriors built around Steph Curry and then didn't have a Draymond Green and Clay Thompson, people will call him a defensive liability. Because when Mark Jackson had Steph Curry guarding on ball, he was a defensive liability in 2013 and 2014. Before Steve Kerr came in and said, "Hey, Clay Thompson, take these matchups," Steph Curry was a defensive liability. Even in 2015, when Steph was still having to guard on ball, he was a defensive liability. Then it changed all of a sudden. Oh yeah, Steph Curry does the little things. He guards off ball. He plays passing lanes. I'm not saying Dame could be as good as Steph Curry in defense, but I think his awareness is terrible. But we understand that when you build around a superstar and you hide their weaknesses, that's what a front office is meant to do. They don't look as bad. The Bucks have not done that with Damian Lillard. And that's what happens when you acquire a superstar talent about a week before the season. That's the problem. They haven't managed to build around Damian Lillard's weaknesses. So he just gets amplified and put in the spotlight because he's being asked to do things defensively. He should never be asked to do on a championship level team. And that's why I have a hard time thinking this team is a championship level team. Now they have the talent, but if the team is this poorly constructed, I don't. It's a, I have a hard time thinking they can win. A very hard fellas, time. Fellas, we do have to move on, but the Bucks obviously will be in the sweepstakes for a trade target, which we will talk about tomorrow. We'll break down the top fifteen trade targets. We'll give them grades. We'll give them good locations that they should go to. What teams should be looking for, and what teams just need to just chill for the trade uh, deadline. We'll get into that tomorrow. Uh, right now is a good time to let you guys know it is going up on playback right now. We actually did watch that Nuggets and uh, Bucks game last night. Um, it was a good game. Mars and Jalen cooked on the Rockets and Lakers game, which we'll talk about in a little bit. <laughs> you, see, you see that top right corner. You see that smile up there. A couple good things happened during that game. Um, bad for other people, but good for Mars and the Rockets. Uh, if you haven't liked the video yet, Right now is about the time to do it. We are only at 170 likes. Can y'all get us up to 1,000 likes for maybe once this year? 
Thanks. Appreciate that. Uh, I have super chats that I'm going to get into. Uh, open gym today. It's something that's different that's happening, right, guys? Very different. Yes, very different. We're going to get down to the facts. My bad. I forgot. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're going to get down to the facts. Uh, we're going to be on playback right after open gym. And I guess whatever we talk about uh, of that day or just anything that we want, uh, we're going to look back on some of these past games and Really get down to, you know, the facts. And maybe we'll watch some Magic Johnson on Playback TV, man. Mm, on Playback TV. So you guys will be able to catch these guys on Open Gym, regularly scheduled programming. Yo, and then right after that. To disrespect Magic Johnson now, dog, you ought to be ashamed of yourself, man. All I said was watch Magic Johnson. That's literally all I said. I did not say disrespect. I did not say do any of that. All I said was watch Magic Johnson. That's not what I'm saying. Don't try to act like that. I said what you're doing, though, dog. I said no, no. Why are you doing it then, dog? Why are you doing it then, dog? Yeah, literally. What are you doing? Point out Magic's highlights. Right. Why are you doing it? We're gonna watch games. That's what you want the young. You want the young people to be educated on the game to watch these games. So why is it when the young people are doing it? It's disrespect. Can we please all hit that off? Not you. Not you. We don't want them to be you. Oh my God! They want to be able to control the narratives. No, 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 no. We're watching the game. That's not true neither, Mars. We don't want to be able to control the narrative. But what we do want, we want somebody that's subjective. And you know who's not subjective? This dude right here in the middle. That You're dude right. right there is not subjective. You use the wrong no, definition. You're cooking yourself. That's no, the wrong not. definition. Subjective? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Objective. <laughs> you know who's not objective? Not subjective. He, he's very subjective. That's this dude not right true. Here, he's Everyone's not objective. subjective, dude, but we're going to be this real. This dude right here is very objective. This dude is very subjective. He is not objective. This dude right here. 100%. I apologize. All right, fellas, before I get into these super chats, I do want to ask one more question. Um, So last night, if you didn't watch the game, uh, Damian Lillard only had 18 points. Didn't really play too well. Didn't shoot well from the field or anything like that. Jamal Murray, on the other hand, had 35 points. Is it safe to say right now that Jamal clears Damian Lillard? Yeah, he been clear, Dame. I told you this, oh bro. It's God. a lot of dudes that clear, Dame. Man, Dame is overrated. I've been told y'all this about Lame Dollar, man. The only bro. reason why I liked him because he was saying loyal to the soil. He can't do he, he can't do what he did no more, Ron. In Portland, all he did was come down and jack up a bunch of threes, and everybody said dollar, dollar, dollar. It gets you, but so far, he get eighteen point leads and blow every one of them against the Warriors. It's his fault, bro. Bad playmaking, bad point guard play, bad decision making. And a guy like Jamal Murray, who's the greatest player in NBA history by far to never make the All-Star team, and shout-out to C.J. McCollum, but he's way better than C.J. McCollum. I, it's a shame, bro. Dame is a bro. Dame is getting exposed, and I knew this would happen when he came here or went to Miami. I knew he was going to get exposed, bro, and I'm happy he's getting exposed because now everybody can see what I was saying was justified. So, yes, Jamal Murray's way better than that bum. Tickets, are you saying that little wristwatch that he be tapping, it's broke now? Bro, that doesn't Tyrese make Hall, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Tyrese Hallenberg gave that man 30 and 19. I mean, but did, the Dame, did the Dame, did the Dame, hold on, did the Dame time, and Dame told him to be humble, and then the next game he came back and did it again. Come on, bro. Come on, man. Talk to me now. <laughs> All right, y'all. <laughs> but Jamal that's when, I, hold on, that's when I knew Dame time was done. When Dame time told him, go, you need to watch that. 
uh, be, you know, be respectful with that. Man, this boy, that very next time he played Dame, he hit Dame with so another wait, let me ask you this. and did it again, who's, man, 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 dude. Who's done, better, man. Who's better all time, Jamal Murray or Damian Lillard? All time? Mm-hmm. Right now? I'm rolling with Jamal Murray. And the reason right. why I'm saying that's because it is. Right you're basing, you're basing, <laughs> what you call it, off stats. I'm basing Jamal Murray off of production and what he does when he's on the court and what he brings to his team. I like Jamal Murray. And listen, without the injuries, Jamal Murray is a multi-time All-Star. Y'all probably already have him as a lock Hall of Famer without the injuries. And he's just an overall better basketball player than Dane. Do you not agree that he's an overall better basketball player? Not at all. Not, not even a bit. No, so, not he's even not a overall. Bit. He's not a smarter point guard. Not at he all. doesn't run the position better. No. He's not a smarter point guard. No. He's not a better shot maker. No. He's not more well, his shot making he's is crazy. Better. I'm not going to lie. His shot is sad. He makes some of the toughest shots I've ever seen. I'll give him that. He's no. a better ball handler. No. He's a better defender. No, he's a better tough guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's a better. He's a better, he's a yeah, better yeah, man. Yeah. Come on, dog. We gonna cut this stuff out. He's you got, a you got a few. Like, you know what? This is like when you throw on darts, and every now and then you get it on the mark. No, but it's then not. Everything I'm else him, is Doug, like on the wall. Doug, once again, everything Dame can do, he can do it more. No, that's not fact. true. Well, that's okay, not what can true. Dame do that he can't do? Ball what handling is one. Being the playmaker of your team is one. That's something. Are you crazy? He, he does that on the Milwaukee Bucks better than what Jamal Murray could do on his own cast too. Playing play next to Jokic and running man, off all actors the two man games. Joke, man. The best joke, playmakers man. of you're, you're all time. Joke, like, what are we talking you're joke, about? You're a joke, bro. What are you? I'm a joke. You're lying. You're You're talking about going to hell. You're going to hell too. You want to talk about lying about David? Triple double. Oh my God. It gets funnier and the jokes continue to come apparently from you talk about production, bro. Hold on, Ron. And I'm gonna give you more disrespectful. Ron, more disrespectful. I changed my list. He ain't better than Jalen Brunson. Now, how about that? You want me to keep going? He ain't better than SGA, he ain't better than De'Aaron Fox, he ain't better than um Dane have fell down all this list, bro. My whole list, he has uh, he has plummeted down this list. He ain't better I, than uh let me sounds like Giannis makes his teammates worse. That's you know what? And let me say this. Mm. Uh, uh, let me say this. Let Ben Simmons not get hurt for the rest of the season and play like he did last <laughs> hey, year. Hey, yo! Hey, yo! I'm here with Ben Simmons. I'm going to do it here, Ron. I'm going to do it again. If Ben Simmons chills out. That's the one. Y'all really letting this rock? Are y'all yeah, really yeah, this rock? Here, no. Y'all got to stop. Y'all let him lie to the media right now, bro. Talking about Jamal Murray's this and that. Cut it out, Ticket. Dave does almost everything better than him besides defense. And I, Yo, the tough shots making. I, I'm not lie, but Jamal Murray's one of the craziest tough shot makers I've ever seen in my life. Besides that. Damian Lillard literally hasn't beaten almost everything. Jamal Murray, Jamal Murray has been playing next to a guy in Jokic that is an all-time playmaker on his team. Jokic, hold on. Jokic is playing next to an all-time guard. So what are you talking about? What? Yes, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Jamal Murray, Jamal Murray and Jokic, they both see this is the type of stuff, like this type of shit that Kobe Bryant was going through. This is why Kobe didn't like playing with Shaq. Because you give Jokic all the credit, right? And Jamal Murray's whoa, out here. Whoa, whoa, Jamal, whoa, hey, chill down. Jamal I Murray won not. that game last night. Chill down. Hold on, hold on, chill down. Jamal Murray won that game last night. I watched Jamal Murray carry series for the Denver Nuggets. I watched him carry them past the Utah Jazz and Donovan Mitchell in the bubble. I've watched him win big games in different playoff series and not get no credit. None, bro. I'm, I'm sick of it, bro. 
I'm sick of it. Last night, Jamal Murray was the reason why they won that game. Not Jokic. Jokic shot 30 40% from the field and, and was like 10 of 25 from the field. Jamal Murray was the one that was cooking that bought him that win last night. He was the one that was unstoppable, chill tell. Put some respect on that man's name, man. You don't you, you don't think Jokic Jokic's presence you think Jokic's presence means nothing? I didn't say that. Hold on. I'm hold on. Let me say this one. So if you time. you don't think that Dame next to a Jokic is hold, hold sit on, here son. Let me know because Dame ain't cook. smart. Dame is not as smart. Dame is a blockhead. He's not as smart of a playmaker <laughs> as, 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 as 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 Jamal Murray. He's not. He Dame Lillard has zero brains when it what comes to basketball right? running a point guard show. Dame thinks what running a point guard right? is coming down shooting up threes from 30 feet, saying dollar, dollar. That's not that's not basketball, man. That's not true. Come on, man. You think Dame got the IQ to play with, with uh Jokic, man? Get out of here. Yes. Bro. He don't we got have the to He's having an IQ. He run, he, who runs who run wait, let me who runs he the don't Bucks got the IQ to play who, with Giannis for the Bucks? Let me ask you, let me ask you that who runs the Bucks offense to you? Who? Who runs the Bucks offense? Giannis. Nah. He is the Bucks offense. No, who runs it? I'm saying it, it runs through Giannis. Hey, no, Ticket, it, real quick. Just a quick yeah. question for you, Ticket. So Jamal Murray is in year seven. So I want to rewind the clock. 2018, 2019. That's year seven for Dame Lillard. Right. Take that Dame Lillard and put him with Joker. How they doing? Year what year? 2018, 2019, Dame. Dame, no, because it's the IQ, Chip Tell. If you're up 16 points and you keep coming out jacking up those bad threes, you're gonna lose either way. That's the reason why he lost to the Warriors. Oh, look, bro, you can hit threes and, and it'll get you up 18. This dude won't stop. He just keep coming out jacking up those same shots. His IQ is horrible. He has the IQ of a flea on a basketball court as a point guard, bro. I'm not lying to y'all. Look at the game last night, Chill Town. Look at those turnovers he had. He out here trying to thread the needle in a tight game when you're trying to win this game. This game could have championship implications all over it because this could be a team you play in the finals. And you have to go on the road, and you want to try to make sure you can prove to them that you can win, win on the road in Denver. What does he do? Three straight turnovers in the third quarter that caused him to lose his game. That They had the lead. That was lame dollar trying to thread the needle on passes, make passes that ain't there. Doing dumb shit, going driving to the basket, so getting your shot blocked, then going out of bounds and turn around and catch the ball out of bounds, man. What the, man, y'all, man, <laughs> this is insane. And the Damian Lillard runs the offense. I hope you know that. Man, he don't run no damn the, offense. The, the, man. Damian Lillard is the playmaker and facilitator of that whole entire crew. That offense won't work either way. A big reason, a big reason, a big reason why Giannis, a big reason why that offense able to perform despite him playing bad, perform the way that they've been doing. Is because of Dave. As much you're a liar, as you bro. you're a liar, bro. You could call me a lie. You're going to hell just with me. You're he's with me. Today. Today. You're holding hands there. I he's guess we're both lies today. He's not playing we're we're going to go down through that fire together. Because he brother. had one or two game winners and said dollar against the Pistons. No, no. he's a, he's the main ball handler. We got to move on. Man, get out of here, man. You a joke, man. Real talk, bro. You pray. You praise. You praise the dude. You praise. You praise the dude who's a master of of winning nothing. But then you'll down, you'll sit up here and take credit away. Okay, from cool. You love Dominic Wilkins. He's a master of losing too, sir. He's a master of losing too. I'm gonna finish you with this. And, and, and guess what? Barnes would agree with me. They both wanted to go to hell. In hell, they will reside. That's where they'll be right now. While I read this next super chat from KG San, who actually has smoke for Dub. He said, Oh, Dub is here. Dub, what happened during that Heat versus Knicks game? You know the game you claim that the Heat would beat the Knicks because, quote-unquote, we can't beat good teams. Or the Heat just trash. Dub, talk to us about this. I'm blaming Mars. 
Because um, <laughs> I said they can't be good teams. Ever, ever since Mars said it, uh, they've just been beating good teams. And, you know, I'm not – this is Mars's fault. There's nothing – no accountability for me. Did you see Did you see the double dribble that they let OG Ananobi get away with? Yeah, in the was, open floor, literally, right in the open floor. Man, I'm like, dude, thing with, I, I was so confused last night. You ain't complaining about that when they called that foul on Jokic. Jokic ain't even take no dribble. That man just caught the ball and ran like 10 steps. And the play before that, Giannis dunked on the boy, they fouled Giannis. But yeah, uh, okay. up. Right, that's fine. Are we gonna talk about how it takes Giannis 15 seconds to shoot a free throw? Hey, man, is somebody hey, gonna man, blow the whistle? What's happening right now, Mars? What am I watching? Hey, man, it, it is what it, it is, bro. It, it, no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it is not. That is part of your job. The guy it, that's man. standing at the free throw line. The referee, that's the problem. The refs aren't doing the their referee job. Said, it took Joker last night to get on the refs. It took Joker last night to say something to the refs. The guy standing at the free throw line, that's my job. While he's he standing there shooting free throws. One, two. Silent counting. Three, four. One of the free throws, I counted. 13 seconds. Ref, blow the whistle. You get 10 seconds to shoot free throws. You don't get 12. You don't get 15. You get 10 seconds to shoot free throws. Shoot the ball. But, but, Mars, the but hold on. But Mars said something about OG, but they not Mars, you're not talking about with that super chat. The root of the problem with Miami. What is the problem with Miami, Mars? <laughs> Their offense is cooked, so that's the problem. It's cooked. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Mars. So when you say it's cooked, that means that it ain't no coming back from that shit. It's cooked, right? No, why we? No, hey, hold on, hold on, chill, hold on, chill. No, no, we're not doing it. They done. We're not. We're not doing it. No, I mean, nah, maybe, maybe they just have to restart the recipe. Right, right now the offense is bad. Right now, they the no, they was at the bottom of the league last year in offense. They had the worst offense. They, they was second. Yeah, and, then, and, then, and then their offense produced in the playoffs. So this year, no, mean, good boy, this year, this, since like the turn of the new year, the offense just hasn't been good. Yeah. Hey, Mars. The offense, was wasn't, the, the, the offense wasn't that bad until the new year started. If so they don't make the playoffs, Dub is <laughs> Yeah, that is going to be bad if we miss the playoffs. I'm not going to lie. I got y'all missing the playoffs. <laughs> Yo, and as of right now, Miami. How much money do you want to put on the screen? We'll see they in run. But we, I'm going to put it on the screen right now. <laughs> How much money do you want to put on it? We'll get to the power rankings after we uh, address some of these super chats. But uh, right now, Miami is at the, is the seventh seed, and they are tied with the Magic right now at 24-23. Orlando lost yesterday, too. Yeah, yeah, that's that's only because Jonathan Isaac could only play seven, um, eight minutes because minutes restriction. That's, that's the only reason they lost. Man, Dub, Dub y'all might not make the playoffs, man. We're gonna make the playoffs. I see us beating every other team in the playing. I, I don't know, man. It, with uh Ben Simmons playing you, the way he's he playing, man. Have another bad offensive game and lose to anyone, though. That is true. But anybody by 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 <laughs> what did you say earlier? That no, nah, fuck that. I'm not hearing that. Anybody could lose, Mars. Wrong. Yeah, saying no, that's what I'm saying. saying. You get but, like it's not it's in a one game, like one off game. But you could sit here and you could, due to how good the team is, you would assume that that team's gonna win. So I'm thinking we're gonna. I don't. Win. I don't just assume you guys beat Orlando. We win. I don't just assume that. Let Jonathan Isaac play 24 minutes. I don't know if you guys win. I don't know. Hey Ron, but what do y'all think about Ben Simmons though, bro? Because if y'all you say you saying y'all should beat anybody, I think Brooklyn's a bad matchup for y'all, bro. Mars, weren't you just saying that Miami could beat Boston? 
I think they can. I think they can beat anyone, but I think they can lose to anyone. Uh, that's, that's fair. Cra- it's, it, that's crazy how you just that is that fair. <laughs> that is uh, that is weird. So quick to try find the focus on what I say. Nah, hey, chill. Nah, you see all these haters quiet when that blockhead of a coach from Brooklyn. He put Cam Thomas back in the starting lineup. We right back to 25, baby. You see what I'm talking about, Chip Town? The hate is real. Ain't nobody going to talk about that. That blackhead of a coach finally put Cam Thomas back in the starting lineup. Not only do you get a win against a good Utah Jazz team, but Cam Thomas got 25. Today, yeah, 25 and 7 in 30 minutes, Chip Town. Well, the difference is, is Ben Simmons orchestrates what they not doing in Milwaukee. That's what Ben Simmons is doing with Brooklyn. That's the difference. That team... I said this to you guys before. That team was built like what Chicago was trying to do with Lonzo Ball. And when he went out the lineup, that threw a monkey wrench and everything. Ben Simmons in Brooklyn, that team was built, and it was going to be predicated on defense. And Cam Thomas was going to be their best scorer. But when Ben Simmons went out the lineup, now you're asking dudes like Dennis Smith Jr. You're asking uh, – now, now you're asking Dennis Smith Jr. You're asking uh, Spencer Dinwiddie to now be the lead guard and defender because that's what this team was built on. This, this team was built on being – being the defensive team with with Ben Simmons, with 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 Bridges, with with Nick with, with Nick Claxton, that's what was going to be their mantra. That was going to be their staple. Only except when Ben Simmons went out the lineup. Now we got to get other dudes because we don't defend like that. Now we got to get other dudes to score more, which would explain why Mikael Bridges is now trying to score more. He's going to be a better defender with Ben Simmons in the lineup because one, he can play off the ball. Two, he can also play on the ball, and he don't have to score that much because their defense is going to create a lot of offense for them. Are we seriously bigging up this game against the Utah Jazz where they'd play no defense? I'm praising Ben Simmons, the redemption up, kid. No, Ben Simmons almost had a triple-double yesterday in only 18 minutes. I don't care. Oh, my God. Like, how many – why is it that every time when he goes on a good stretch, oh, yeah, Ben Simmons is going to be this, Ben Simmons is going to be that, he's showing you, giving you more than enough evidence to show you that he know he's not going to be that. So stop. Wait, 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 wait. What are we talking? What are we talking about in terms of what Ben Simmons is going to be? I don't think Brooklyn is winning the championship. No, but I do think that they're better defensively, which now makes them a better team because mm-hmm. that's what their team was predicated on. That's all I'm saying. I ain't and saying Utah, that. Utah Brooklyn. been a good team this year. My point is, it doesn't matter what Ben Simmons. I'm not going to believe in him or whatever crew that he's going to be on. I don't think they're going to be good. They're going to be poverty because at the end of the day, that's what Ben Simmons is. He's a weak-minded individual. I'm not going to let a Utah Jazz, a good Utah Jazz game. Uh, stop it, Ticket. Oh, my God. No, I'm serious. Hold Damian on. Little, no, I'm, not Damian Little, I'm serious about that. Ben Simmons, ben Simmons can never do what Damian Lillard has done in his career, bro. Cut it out. Fellas, Cut we're, we're not going to get into the Damian Lillard, Ben, ben Simmons. Simmons comparisons only because Pimp named Slickback sent through a trooper chat. He said, chill, I disagree with you on the Nets defense. Claxton is the heart of the defense. Ben Simmons is the heart of the offense. Ben's playmaking is what they miss. Dennis Smith Jr. is one of the best point of the fact, point of attack defenders. They saved his career, Jill Town. Dennis Smith Jr. Absolutely. 100% they did. But Dennis Smith Jr. is not, a, not the defender that Ben Simmons is when Ben Simmons is healthy. That's just not true. And when Ben Simmons is healthy, he sh- he slows down many offenses just as a just as a quote unquote point of attack defender. That's why he was there. Would you so trade for him too? If you're the Bucks, would you take a chance to trade for him? I ain't saying trade Dame, but would you trade uh how do you it, praise Ben Simmons? No, I'm saying no, no, no. Hold on, Dub. Listen to what I'm saying though. He's if not what they need. If you're a team that lacks like 40 million, the Bucks. Yeah, Mars, hold on, Mars yeah. says that though. Mars says that you could use. Like Ben Simmons, his defense 
You don't think his defense could help a team like the Bucks with all not the shooters they got? Not more than Herb Jones, not more than Caruso, not more than uh, Feibel, not more than guys like that. That's who I'm calling up if I'm Milwaukee. I'm, 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 I'm Simmons and Giannis I'm, I'm, I'm calling up together. I'm calling all of these teams. I'm calling up Portland. I'm asking if for you took, if you took Brooke Lopez out. If you took Brook Lopez out off the floor, how are we using him? Then are we, are we speeding up the game? Is that what we're doing? Um, well, defensively, you get a lot more versatility. I can, get yeah, I can get with that. Um, ben Simmons is comfortable in the dunker spot. So <clears> is Yanis. Ben Simmons is extremely comfortable at the short roll. We know Dame's going to get trapped in pick and rolls. So you've got Ben Simmons and Yanis who can both play make out the short roll. Yanis in the dunker spot, easy lobs, easy finishes. Same thing with Ben Simmons. Um, ben Simmons also sets good screens off the ball. So if you want to set a screen or back screen for Malik Beasley to come off, Ben Simmons is still technically providing spacing in that regard because you can't just right. have Ben Simmons defender in the paint and allow shooters to come off wide open pin downs. So technically, he's still spacing the floor off the ball. You now have two guys who can screen, who can roll, who can finish, who can pass. Mm-hmm. The issue is going to be in, if the game slows down, maybe you want to take Ben Simmons off the floor. That's but right. you want to have, have versatility. If you have a guy in Ben Simmons, you can give you that many options. I think it makes sense, but he just makes too much money. So, I don't, well, I, I would don't... then I would do this, Mars. I, I'm being real. I would trade Dame Lillard for Dejounte Murray. I, oh, uh, who's going to say for Ben Simmons? I was about to say you lost your man. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I would trade Ben Simmons. I mean, I would trade. I would trade Dame Lillard for Dejounte Murray. I think Dejounte Murray will bring more to the Bucks than, than Dame. Oh my God! I'm serious. I think it's oh defensive versatility. Yeah, why so would I like, it's, it's no point in us even going down this track. What, what, what you mean, Ron? Ticket, they're not putting Damian Atlanta and Trey Young and no, I'm saying, no, no, I'm saying, no, I'm saying, if, I, if I'm Atlanta, I get rid of both of them and build a if, day. If I'm, if I'm Atlanta, I'm not just getting rid of just one, I'm getting, I'm blowing that whole thing up if I'm Atlanta. So, but Dame if, can go if, back I, if I can get Dame back and just have him be a superstar for me to carry me through <laughs> to the next. I can get him off, and then I go make a big deal for so Trey Young. So put Dame in Portland's of the East. No, I'm, yes, he, he needs to be some in Portland of the East. Dame needs to be on the worst team. If it was me, I'd send his ass to the Pistons. I wouldn't even lie to you. I mean, bro, that dude, like I said, bro, I, I don't respect y'all. Respect hate these no, dudes, no bro. Y'all, y'all, hold on, Dub. You guys respect dudes like that, bro. I don't respect no dude that ain't really trying to compete. Bro, don't cry your whole career about not having a championship team. You get one, and then you ain't willing to sacrifice like Chill say and do things you need to do defensively and all these other things to win a championship. Bro, I don't want to hear that, bro. When, when you beg to get this your whole life, and then you get it, you got to step up and handle your business, bro, when you get in that position. Well, you, if not, sit down and shut up. Ben, you respect Ben oh, Simmons. Just... Ben, ben Simmons refused to enter the Sixers practice facility. No, I'm with you on that. Come on. I didn't say that. Was I like that wasn't I said, the same I said thing, that if Dame keep playing bad, no. I was messing around. I was just trolling. That wasn't the same thing. No way. No way. I pulled him off. We have to move on. I got a ton of Super Chats I got to get to. Um, And also, Pirate has entered the conversation from whatever ship he, whatever Voyager he's on out at sea. He said, um, no accountability. F Ben Simmons apologize for hyping the heat to the people. I think this is hold on, Pirate. Hold on, hold on, Ron. Pirate, you need to shut your mouth with, with Draymond Green running around the organization you got. You, you don't need to say nothing. Y'all got the worst dude in the history of professional sports on y'all team, bro. So I know you ain't talking about unprofessionalism, bro. We're uh, clean up y'all own house first. Draymond just bringing that 90s mentality. That's what he does. What he 90s mentality are you talking about? Just abuse you. <laughs> hey, 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 Ron, did you, did you see Draymond the other night against AD? Did you just do get control of stuff, uh, chill? 
Bro, chill. The dude foul AD, almost knocked AD's nose face. off. Hit him right in the face. Then, then chill said, listen, that's not even the point I'm talking about. Look what happened. Did you see what he did after that? Like, yeah, so go Vanderbilt look at it. Bitch across, Vanderbilt comes across like, yo, he wants the ref to get a review. Draymond go, goes crazy, calls him a B, and all this other stuff, and just loses his mind. I say, yo, this bro, counseling ain't going to help this dude, bro. It's going to happen it's, again. I'm just letting y'all know. That's not 90s, man. That's not Charles Oakley. He's not going to march. He's not going to survive his yeah. career, bro. Draymond Green is not going to survive. That is, it is, though, Mars. Yeah, you're right. That's Charles Oakley. That, that's that's Rick Mahorn. That's that's uh, that's what that's what apparently you guys love. So why are we hating on Draymond? Nah, they wasn't. Draymond just trying to bring that to the to nah. Game. They prayed on dudes. They prayed on dudes that wanted smoke. Draymond Green pray on dudes who don't want smoke. That's the problem. The era doesn't want smoke. So Draymond is uh is a bull in an era with a bunch of little kitty cats. But he he can't. He's still a bull. Is he meant to be a kitty cat for the rest of the era? No. He's who he is. I, I, he's just I, I, in the wrong think, era, man. Draymond I don't think he'd be the same way in a different era, man. He's he's different. I don't think he'd be that way in a different era. But Pirate, you need to mind your own business. Just clean up your house, just dog. in the wrong time, man. You oh, want to you want to Pirate also wanted me to tell you guys that he said before the season that the Heat are mid. In December, he said the Heat were mid. In November, he said the Heat were mid. In January, he tried to tell you guys the Heat were mid, and you guys aren't listening to him until now. So he wanted to just say I told you guys so. Uh, also, if you haven't been to www.playerschoicemerch.com, go ahead and click the link, um, and go cop something. At the top of the chat, also, too, right here, right there, you can, uh, go to play, playback.tv, go to Players Choices, uh, you know, link, and join the watch parties that will be happening later today. What we got going on today? Today, um, we have the Indiana Pacers and Boston Celtics. With none other than Chilltown Hoops, go watch that game. Uh, it's gonna obviously be a good game. Um, those teams have had some good matches. <laughs> yeah, so far. Oh, last night. oh, isn't Tyrese Halliburton back tonight? No, they yeah. won. They beat, they, beat, they beat New Orleans last night. Oh, they came back. I know. Oh, yeah. last time I looked, they was getting the hell beat out of them. I think they Tyrese Halliburton's back. back tonight, sir. Yes, yes, he is. He is. Holly's yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, your worst nightmare ticket. Jason Tatum turned the ball over last night seven times. Wow. It's going to be a high-scoring game. I think Jason that's Tatum did what Jason Tatum does. I guess that's a surprise. Yeah, I don't know. You got to come off that train, bro. That's just who he is. What, what what is that? It's a top-five team in the West. What are you talking about? Bro, yeah. he shouldn't be playing that bad, bro. KP really is the best player. Play, 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 playing bad? I mean, he saved them last night. What, he had 15 in the fourth? Don't matter, he saved them last night. They lose last night without his production. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of giving people praise for getting themselves out of holes they dug themselves. That uh, is true. Okay, I, I, I've been consistent on that. That's not. Just well, let me let me, let me let me let me rephrase that. That he did what he was supposed to do. How about that man dubbed like a 17 year old French Montana man. Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, with that being said, with that being said, I got I got people more. Call me, people used to call me French. That's the funny part. Montana. <laughs> Go ahead, Ron. <laughs> Yo, uh, Henry, I don't know if this is dirt or not, but we know his name is Henry. He said through a super chat. He said, bing bong. I'm glad Mars and Dub are here. How about them Knicks? Y'all haters are witnessing a superstar in Jalen Brunson. Mm -hmm. At worst, we are going to the conference finals. We hanging Barnes soon? Man, but I got suspended and the show got banned for three weeks for standing on business. See, I told y'all this. I was right. I was right, man. Jalen Brunson, hey, look, he might be top 15 or top 16, but he, hey, man, hey, the cream always rises to the top, baby. 
So you think that's fifty? So you think there's fifteen other point guards who can be the best player in the championship? Team? Oh no, I put him over Dame right now. So he fourteen. He's you think there's fourteen other point guards who can be the best player in the championship team? No, point no, no, guards. Saying, no, no. I'm saying no, no. I'm saying it depends on the. No, no, no. no. I didn't say that. I, y'all asking who I thought in that? Was okay, like, so let's just, let, let's let's just say the situation ticket. Okay, the situation is no. I don't think too many guys can do what he's doing. Okay, so you I, I think back. they're guys. Hold on, I think they're guys. But he's just worse. Like, like, like. I, I think that, no. I'm saying I think they're like when we rank players. We rank players based on certain criteria, right. but I think that Jalen Brunson is a special player because I think he has the capability, sort of like what AI had. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like you might not rank AI over certain players, but I don't think that a lot of players can do what AI do, did with a certain was there, team. Was, was there ten players? Was there ten guards in the league? What, was there was there ten guards in the league better than better that could do what Allen Iverson did when he was there? No, was no, there no. I'm not saying no, 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 no. You you miss what I'm saying. I agree with you on that. I think I look at it a little different. Like, I don't think everybody can do what he does. I don't think everybody can do what Luca does with the Mavs, you know what I'm saying, at times that we see him. I'm just saying that I do think that I rank some guards better than him just off how, just off their all-around game. But I, like I think that he like, has – Like who? Like who? No, for, for example, okay, for example, right now I would rank SGA over mm-hmm. – over, okay. uh, Jalen uh, Brunson, sure. but SGA okay. is one of the only other guys I think that could do what Brunson is doing in New York. I only think it's two other guys that could do that. I think it's Brunson and it's and it's Luka Doncic. Those are the two guys that the guards guys. I think that can do that, right? So that I'm talking about what Jalen Brunson is doing in New York right now with that right. team. So if you, you took so if you took Jalen Brunson off the New York Knicks and you put SGA on there, if you put yeah. Luka on there, they still Those be rolling. Those two guys like could do that. Those but two guys could do what if, he's if doing. You took, if you took Jalen Brunson off that crew, you put De'Aaron Fox on that crew. They can't do that. No. If, if that, I put if I put Fox on the crew, they can't do it. Would, would that, if I would put that, Dame would, on the crew, they can't do it. Would that if make, I put, huh? Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. No, I'm saying Jamal, if I put Trey, if Jamal, I put Trey Young on that crew, they couldn't do it. Right how about now. Jamal Murray? Uh, Jamal Murray, no, because he's not he's not healthy enough. No, I can't. I don't. He's not reliable enough as far as his health. Kyrie couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, Drew it's Holiday. a lot of guards. It's a lot of guards in the league. Chill time. I just don't. Darius Garland. So with yeah, that Darius Garland couldn't do it. So so you can't name fifteen. So you can name. So you can't name that many guys on the crew, on the Knicks, but overall you think that there's 15 guards better than. Him. But in New York, you switch these guys out. You can't name right two. Or you can't name three other guards right. that could walk into that situation. Right, right. He's just better. Like for example, let me give you an example. Right, I thought Kobe was better than AI. Right, but that year AI did. I don't think Kobe could have did that that year with that team. In Philadelphia, I love Kobe. That's my best my favorite play all the time. Yeah. I don't think that year if you put Kobe in Philly, he could take them all the way to the NBA Finals. You didn't think that, but even and that year, that year, I don't think he could. Right, do right, it. right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, if the if the rest with that the second best player being what they had, I don't think he could do it because AI had no scores on that team. He had basically had guys who played defense. Mm. See, and, and and again, he did go through. You know what I'm saying? You had to go through Ray Allen, right. Sam Cassell. Uh, Glenn Big Dog Robinson, all those guys. Right. He had, to, I mean, listen, bro, to do all that mm-hmm. and to get to the finals, bro, that's a you don't lot, see bro. him dropping 30 or 35 percent. No, but it's different because I just think that AI, bro, his gravity is different, man. In my and that and that on that on that team, on that ticket. Team. If you if ticket, if, if Tyrese Halliburton is in New York, are they are they doing the same thing that they're doing? No, hell no, no. Are you no. out of your mind? No, I just think no. I think that Jalen Brunson, 
I think that it, it takes a certain type of guy to do that, like do what he's doing. I think Luca can do it, and I think SGA can do it. SGA it takes a certain me type of guy it. to do it. How he's SGA, doing hold on, hold on. SGA showing me he can do it. The man had damn near has a number one seed in the Western Conference with, with a team that has equal or lesser, maybe equal talent overall mm. compared to the Knicks. And he just he has young just... guys. He has young guys. He has sophomores uh, and young guys on the team. And then he has a dude that was a G League guy and Lou Dort and these guys on his squad. The man's the number one team in the, in the West. What about Tyrese Maxey? If he was in New York, could no, he do that? No, hell no. No, nah, not Maxey. See, see what I'm saying? I'm just saying, like, Jalen, right. to me, bro, Jalen Brunson is one of them dudes chill town that's special, bro. When I watch him chill and I watch what he brings to the table, bro, mm -hmm. that dude is the goods, man. And I'm talking about heart of a lion. And he got the sack of you know what of an elephant. I'm not gonna argue that. He coming I, I, with, I and I my respect. Only... Listen, I respect his winning intangibles, bro. Right. I respect, and I saw what what uh, he has was out, huh? But he he's a master of nothing. He hasn't won anything. No, but you're not hearing me though. He hasn't really had a chance on his you. own. This is second year on his own. He's not on his own. Round. Let's stop saying that on his own. He's playing with a 24 and 10 guy. He's playing with an all pro. So he's not on his own. Julius that's, that's, a, playoff, that's a playoff dropper. So and they got, the playoffs, and they got OG on and Obi there too. Okay, so he's a role player. Oh, oh, he's in between what the role players. I can appreciate the logic about about Jalen Brunson being special. I can, but I do think that there's guys in the league that if you interchanged him with these guys, if Tyrese Halliburton was on the Knicks, Man, don't do, don't, don't, do don't do that, Chill Don't do that, Chill. Don't do that, Listen, 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 listen. If Tyrese Halliburton, the way he scores, the way he distributes, the way he takes care of the basketball, if he was on that New York Knicks team with a healthy Julius Randle and the way that they play defense, they are rolling. So why he ain't never do it then, man? Because he ain't have that. That's why. What are you man, talking about? Why is he never doing it? He's doing it right now. Bro, I don't give a damn. He, he is doing it, man. He is I doing it right now. Doing it right now. Here, the man hurt, bro. He was the finalist in the end season tournament. What are you talking about? Man, I don't give a... You, you think you count that? Man, come on, bro. What you mean? That's what he come did. On, come on, The Knicks got bounced out. Hey, Ron, you guys are sad, and y'all would do anything to take away credit from Jalen No, Brunson. I won't. I don't respect no, that, man. Uh -uh. My only issue with Jalen Brunson was that he doesn't that, pass that much. But he actually Jaylen, And you know what? I'm going to tell you something else, Chill Town. I'm going to tell you something else. Chill Town. I'm gonna stand on. I'm gonna stand on my. I'm gonna stand on my. I'm gonna stand on my Kahuna's right here. You let Jalen Brunson get that team to the NBA Finals. I'm putting them past Luka Doncic, bro. I'm putting them past Luka, man. You get that team to the Finals, bro. I'm putting them past. Bro. I don't give a damn what none of y'all say. Don't I count. Start, I count the intangibles, bro. If you get them, what intangibles? If he get them to the NBA Finals, he's passing Luka Doncic right now. Oh my God! Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson. Gets the Knicks to the finals. He passes Luka Doncic on my power rankings right now. Can't, can't we? Can't we say that? Can't we say that about a bunch of players? Like if no, not because they, they're not. Wait, 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 wait. Can't, yeah. can't we say that about a bunch of this players? This is the part I like about y'all. If, 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 if Sacramento, if, if Sabonis got Sacramento to the NBA this finals, this is the no, 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 no. This is the part I don't like about y'all. How is it? No, no, because he's mainly doing it. Hold on, he's hold on. He's if we're giving a piece of the pie, he's mainly doing it. So because look at his performance in the playoffs. Julius Randle's dropping. He still went to the second round. So if he goes to the finals and he's no not ticket, in the no, playoffs, no, because what you trying chill. to sell? Keep going. I'm sorry. So what I'm saying to you is, bro, all I'm saying to you is this, man. Mm -hmm. Y'all dudes ain't right. That's why I hate all y'all in this channel. In the comment <laughs> section, I live real free in all y'all minds. All y'all gonna do is talk about me all day. No, anyway. keep going. Keep, keep going. going. Keep all going, all I'm saying is this: if that, if you, if you get to the final, if you take your team to the finals, right. 
But we praise Luca for all of these stats and all of these things he can do as far as – but he can't do that. And Jalen Brunson in year two with the Knicks does that as the leader on the team? I have to put him above Luca in my power rankings because he's showing me okay. that it's bigger than stats with him. Watch he's showing me that it's the intangibles, it's the leadership along cool. with his ability cool. to put up numbers cool. and carry so, his team. So if Tyrese Halliburton, his sec was this his second year on the Pacers or third? Yes, second his second year on the Pacers, a yep. team that uh, uh didn't make the playoffs last year, right. makes well, it to the NBA team. finals. Right. Is okay, he yeah, better yeah, than Luka Doncic as well? Power rankings too. Because because look okay. at how he's playing though. So let me ask you this. If Tyrese Halliburton beats Jalen Brunson in the postseason, who's better, J Tyrese Halliburton or Jalen Brunson? Oh, I have, I have Tyrese Halliburton over Jalen Brunson right now. Okay. When I look at power, Doug, when I look at power rankings, it ain't just that. It's who you beat too. So who am I beating along the way? Like, like, let, let me give you an example. I always get on chill time because I always. So when Tyrese is beating the no, no, Bucks by himself, when Tyrese is beating Boston Celtics and going crazy this season, you love using regular season games. Tyrese Halliburton has been cooking the contenders. Hold on, Doug. Let's go straight to you. When I talk to Chill Town, right, and you know this, Doug, because you you're witness to this as you're a fan. Me and you, we always lamented the fact that Kobe never got a chance to play LeBron in the finals. He was there. If Kobe played LeBron in the finals and beat him both times, he was supposed to be there. We could have shut all. We ain't having no conversation. Chill. It ain't nothing Chill can say because then you went through the man. So, so, so here's what I'm saying to you about about Jalen Brunson and these guys. If Tyrese Halliburton, the way he's playing, dude leads the league in assists, right, Ron? Yes. And he's putting up like 24, 25 a game. He takes that thing to the finals. How am I still here talking about Lucas better right now? Is Tim Duncan better than uh LeBron? No, I'm asking you a question. I'm saying no. I want you to answer my question. Hold on, answer my question first. Answer my question first. He said, if Tyrese Halliburton, who's leading the league in assists and averaging 25 a game, you're not hearing takes me the team, hold on, takes the team who didn't make the playoffs <laughs> due to his injuries, but he goes to the finals, right? How, and Luca doesn't even get there. How can I still be running around here right now in, in this day perfect. saying Luca's better than that guy? Perfect, perfect. Watch this. Tim Duncan, a guy who has beaten LeBron James not once, but twice in the NBA finals. They've matched up with each other. We've seen that head-to-head -head matchup. How isn't Tim Duncan over LeBron James? I have him over LeBron James. He's yeah, I was going to say, like I think he does have Tim Duncan You do LeBron. have him over LeBron? Yes! I have oh a lot of people God. over LeBron James. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. So, I yeah. So, so, chill so, so, time, how about so, you? Say that one more time, Doug. No, chill like that. Tim, Tim Duncan LeBron or LeBron James? James. Yeah, but if Jalen Brunson beats the Bucks, he's over Giannis? Who? If Jalen Brunson beats the Bucks. No, no, no. Giannis already let his team win a championship. So that's different. I'm saying what I'm saying is this. No, no, what I'm saying is this, Mars. Luca, he's a great player. Dub always goes on his channel and comes in here and says, Oh man, whenever Luca has a big game, what does Dub do, Chill Town? He glazes how great of a playmaker Luca Absolutely is and how much right. we don't praise him enough. Absolutely. And how much right. he's an orchestra, all this other stuff, right? Yep. But if Absolutely. we see Jalen Brunson actually go out here, do the work and win and get his team to a higher level. How can we then sit up here with a straight face and say, man, Luke is still better than that guy? I can't do that because this dude is out here putting in more work. He out here, and then especially Chilltown, if you beat one of those guys along the way. So if if if, if he's – like, for example, if Brunson and, and, and Halliburton and Nick and Nick, they meet in the series and Brunson balls out and beats this dude and sends him home, my power rank has got to have Jalen Brunson over him. Same reason why I had Jimmy Butler – uh, top five those years he was going to the finals. I'm like, yo, how can this dude be in the finals or in the conference finals all these years? Y'all ain't got him top five.
He has to be, in my opinion. You can't be. And then Mars, he tried to break me down. Well, he had some good arguments, but you know, like I said, I just that's how I look at it, bro. But the thing is, just because. But let's say if Jalen Brunson, right, his balling out and Luca's balling out is different. How? If we're look, look, I'm about to say it. If Jalen has thirty and six, we saying that's balling out. If he and wins, cool, cool. If Luca has thirty and six, like he's balling, but it's not the same as like it's not to the same degree as Jalen. Because Brunson. it's hold on because, because of how his because team Luka Doncic because no because Luke no because Luka Doncic bar is just higher because he's a better player. No, that's not true. It's just how his team is constructed. He 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 requires to have the ball more and to make see when you have better players around you, you had the ball a little less. Like you you know what I'm saying other guys like for example. Julius Randle has the ball a lot. He catches Jaylen the ball, Brunson holds it. Had the ball he creates, the no, 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 you're not listening to what I'm saying. You can ask Mars. Mars knows I'm not lying. Julius Randle has the ball a lot because he's not only scoring, but he's creating for everybody else. Julius Randle be averaging almost seven assists, 10, uh, 10 rebounds a game. So when you get seven to eight assists, Julius Randle's controlling the ball a lot. See what I'm saying? So when you have a guy who's controlling the ball that much on your team as well, that that says something. Jalen so, Jaylen Brunson has the ball just as much as Luca does. Yeah, yeah no, I'm saying, saying, no, I'm saying right, right, no, no. I'm especially saying, Luka, in the postseason. Hold on, hold on. But Luca has it even more. So what I'm saying is that Luca's stats are going to look better because he has the ball more. See what I'm saying? So why is it not that he's just a better player? They're both I, top I, well, three. I, like I said before, and I'll say it again. Both top three. Mm-hmm. I, listen, I will pick the Knicks over the Mavs right now in the seven game series. <laughs> yeah, well, the Knicks are probably a bad team, but. Yeah, yeah. Never, so I mean, never, it, it never, because yeah. of Jalen Brunson, fellas. I got super chats that I got to get to, but a couple of them are alluding to this exact topic. Uh, Brunson's disciples said, Yo, ticket, yo, respect the ticket, ticket standing on business and speaking the truth. Chill, you a hater, that's nasty. Jalen Brunson is that dude. Tyrese Halliburton is overrated. That scrawny dude gonna get exposed in the playoffs. Listen, I don't think he's overrated. I think that Ron overrates him. Guys like Ron and a few other guys overrate Ty- Tyrese Halliburton before he proves something. As far as Chilltown goes, I don't think Chilltown hates on Brunson. I think Chilltown give Brunson his full respect. If you see Brunson do something he ain't think he can do, I think Chilltown to come in here and just give him his whole respect. If Jalen Brunson take that team to the finals. Chilton ain't no type of dude that's gonna come in here and knock him, him to the final. How could I get it, man? How, 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 how could I? How could I come in here and slander this dude if he did something like that? My only issue with with, with Jalen Brunson was he don't get off the pill. That's it. That that was my only issue with him. He does not get off the pill, even though when he was in college he was one of the best passers in the country. He come to the league and he doesn't pass. Now all of a sudden this season he's become a better passer. He's become a more efficient passer. His volume has gone up. I mean Julius Randle was leading them in assists at one point. And that was largely due to how that offense worked. And he just wasn't making the right reads. He wouldn't get off the ball. He's actually getting off the ball more. That was the, that was my only issue with his game. I don't like I don't like guards score. I don't like guards who don't pass. You screw the unit up when you do that, especially when you're trying to win a championship. Guards that don't pass screw up units. I've I've never been a fan of guards like that. Never. Bruno Montiero said, "Ticket loves hearing himself talk." In what world is Brunson a better basketball player than Luca? I didn't say that, you clown. See, if you shut your mouth and listen, you would have heard what I said. I said if Luca Donish was to take his team and win an NBA championship, I would have to rank him above Luca Donish. That's what I said, sir. So know your role and shut your damn mouth, and maybe you'll hear what the hell I said. Luca Donish, 
goes to win a championship is over Luka Doncic. There we go. Tama, you wait, hold on. You wait, if Jalen Brunson led his team and won that's what you said. I'm asking you a question. I'm asking you a question right you now. You did. Dub, you tell me. You tell me to hear you. I'm asking you a question right now. You told me to hear you. I heard you, but you didn't hear yourself. If Jalen Brunson wins, the, if Jalen Brunson leads the Knicks to win a championship this year, would you would you have Luca rank over him still? That's not what you said. I asked you a question. <laughs> See, don't yes or no? Yes or no? Jalen Brunson is not going to be over Luca. I asked right. you a question. If Lu if Jalen Brunson is the Finals MVP and leads his team to win a championship this year, would you rank him over Luca? It would depend on how he played, but I would I would probably say no. If he's only giving me because last season, this is what I'm about, talking about Ron. if last season, last season, the postseason, Jalen Brunson's balling like in the postseason is 27 and five on like 47 and 32. Like that's his balling. So my whole my standard for Luka Doncic is, bro, I'm expecting Luka to give me probably 30, 31 and nine in the postseason. When did Julius Randle stop being the best player on this team? Because me and Dub were having to argue the whole of last year and early this Don't season started, that Julius Randle was the best, that Jalen Brunson was the best player on this team. And both of you still were saying Julius Randle was the best player on the team. And Dickie oh. was saying Julius Randle was the best player on the team. Oh, so y'all were saying that? Oh, y'all. When did that change? Oh, y'all. Why is now Jalen Brunson the best player on the team and it's not Julius never Okay, first of all, Mars, I've always said that. And we're under the impression, right? We under the impression that Jalen Brunson is going to throw this unit on his back and take them to the finals because Julius Randle is going to be garbage again. That's not happening. I can't see that happening. No, absolutely I'm, not. I'm just, I'm just curious. I can, uh, I'm a, me and Double having to argue for too long that Julius Randle wasn't better than Jalen Brunson, and both of you guys disagree. You seem to be consistent that you're still saying Julius Randle. That's fine, but Ticket seems to have just switched up on Julius Randle. Why? Fellas, mm. I got to squeeze this super chat in right here, right now. Pimp Name Slickback said, what are we arguing? We've seen guys like CP3, Darren Williams, Derrick Rose. These exciting small guys never lead teams to titles. I'm 5'8 Brunson. I'm 5'8 Brunson is closer to, to my height than the best player in the NBA. Height matters historically. No, it doesn't. You can't measure a person's heart. See, if you told Isaiah Thomas that, if you told Isaiah Thomas that, you wouldn't know what you're talking about. Because Isaiah Lord Thomas, he wasn't tall. He led the he led the Pistons to two championships. Oh my God, he was on a crazy. He was on a great crew. I Allen Iverson had the biggest part. Allen Iverson the crew great. Oh my God, the crew. Hold on, you take Isaiah. What is it? Hold on, hold on, chill down. Before I go, what does Isaiah Thomas do? You take him off that squad. What do the Pistons do? Replace him with you. No, if you took Isaiah, if you took Isaiah off the team. You ain't replacing nobody. Just take him off the team. What are the pictures? Okay, okay, take Joe Dumas off the team. No, no, he just said the pictures were great. Without, he said the pictures were great. Take Joe Dumas off the team. Take Bill Lambert off the team. Take Vinnie Johnson off the team. Dennis so, Rodman. So, 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 Mars, we not they not winning the NBA championship if you take that if you take them off you take Isaiah off that crew you put Allen Iverson on that crew they not winning the NBA championship with Allen Iverson. Yeah, I'm fine. That's with not that. happening. I'm I'm fine. I'm fine with that. I mean, right. I, I, I'm not sure I agree, but I'm I'm fine with that. All right, but, all right man. Hey, 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 hey Mars, I, I'll live to get you another day. Uh, Doug, you sit right. your ass down somewhere in Grill Town, man. <laughs> and now I gotta listen to you cap about J about J Jason, Jason, uh, whatever the hell his name is, Tatum, for the half, second half of this show, man. You no, know, we, we, we gonna talk about this Houston and Lakers game, man. Oh, oh yeah, Mars. Even though make, I didn't even watch it, Mars. That's what we sure cook them. Make sure you cook them good for LeBron and AD whining like a little baby because of the physicality of, D of Dillon Brooks. Make sure you yeah, get them all. We're going to talk about some real <laughs> <laughs> right, He was just hated Dillon Brooks. <laughs> what?
But when when he beats the uh, Lakers, you got you got to like him. He's not a Lakers fan. Like I swear. <laughs> Yo, Damo, what's good with it, player? Jalen Brunson is not a number one. Hey, by the way, he passed that. You're such a hero, man. Jalen Brunson's not a number one, and it's okay. There's there's a lot of guys that aren't number ones. It, it's absolutely fine. He's a phenomenal player. He's not a number one. Such a hero, man. Such a hero. That makes me hate it. That's fine. You know I will, chill. But, it, it, hey, man, listen. I'm. Come on. I, it's not hate. It's just – let me ask them. How many league guards in the NBA now do y'all think are number ones on a championship contender team? Pie two. You think two? Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday is not a Drew Holiday is not a number one in Boston. Dame is not a number one in Philly. I'm sorry, in Milwaukee. Maxi is not a number one in Philadelphia. We'll start there. Now, Mike Conley is not the number one in Minnesota. Is Jamal Murray the number one in Denver? No. Who's oh, the lead guard in Oklahoma Shea? City? Are we including Shea? Because I think Shea's a PG. Yeah, I, I, I think Shea's a PG. I don't subscribe to the belief of him being a shooting guard. Shea's a PG. I would say the ones I think. Shay, Luca, Steph. So Golden State is not a championship. Wait, wait, wait. It's one more. Let's take them out and chill out with Tyrese. One more. No, there's not. Yes, it chill is. Wait, are, we, are, we, are, we, are, we, are we talking about guys on teams this year who can win a championship? Or are we talking about guys who are good enough to be the best player on the championship team? Because that's two different questions. Okay, so that's two different questions. That's two different questions. questions. Let's say guys like right now that are good enough to be number ones. Not right now. Right, so right, now I can, right, now, right now, I can only say two. Mainly because in terms we have of skill, like I mean, they're both really they're all very skilled, but we're talking about mm -hmm. right now to win a chip. Like the fact that Shea doesn't really have that much postseason experience being a number one guy. So how can we put him matters. in? I can't put we him in right. number one. We can't put, I can't him, put in. him there. No, we haven't I really seen can't. him do it. We haven't even seen him go deep in the postseason. We have not. Yeah, I can't. I can't sit here and put faith. I can't sit here and put all that faith in the guy that's just never really made a run like that, being the guy. Jamal Murray, elephant Jamal, Murray Jamal Murray was Jamal. I'm talking about a mammoth elephant that's just sitting here in the room, right here in the middle of the screen, and nobody wants to mention him. We talked about him. Like he hasn't right? been to the NBA finals before. Yes, on that finals trip, he wasn't the lead guard. He was the yeah, best. I'm guard, assuming, yeah, I'm assuming you're talking about Devin Booker. I was the one yes. guard. Yes, Morris. Oh, yes. oh, that was the I, thought, I was gonna say Donovan Mitchell. I don't know if we're including two guards or not. That's why well, I thought he said lead guard. He said I'm thinking point guard. I, I'm thinking point guard. When I hear lead I guard, I think point guard. That's what this I swear. I swear Damo was talking if, point guard. I'm if you can say guard. SGA is guard. the lead guard on that team, then Devin Booker is absolutely the lead no, guard. No, Shea is actually listed as a point guard. Shea, yeah, but oh, Devin, Devin, Devin Booker is actually the point guard on that team. He's playing the one this year. Is he listed as a point guard? Any other time, he wouldn't be a point guard. I'm he's listed as a point guard this year. He'll have to be. But any other time, any other time he's on the team, he was oh, okay, he okay, would okay. not be the point guard. I feel like you could construct a variety of teams and Shea would still be the point guard. Am I bugging? Hmm. I think, I think, we're going, I think we're going in a way where any any guard who has playmaking skills is going to play the one. Guard. And I yeah. agree with that too. And I remember, mean, if Shea was on Minnesota, he would be the two. The, the, like, the New Year's resolution, Mars, like you talked about trolling. The New Year's resolution I have to have Isaiah Thomas. I think my time will come off the bench. I'm sorry, these dudes are gone. Right. So I got to I got to resign. I got to resign myself to the fact that the league guard is different today. He's not what he was 25 years ago. So I got to accept guys like Shea being a league guard. I I got I, I got to get with the times. I have to. Dub, if he goes to Minnesota and you have Shea, A.E. and Mike Conley, Mike Conley comes off the bench. I don't think you're putting A.E. at the three. I, that, that's not no, my you're not. 
No, it, so I, well, I, was thinking, I was thinking about replacing. I was thinking about replacing Ant Man. Basically, replacing Ant Man and Shay takes his spot. Devin Booker I plays think, the one. The I guess. Guys. You said what? I think Devin, Devin Booker. Booker the, I think Devin Booker would be the Timberwolves point guard. If he replaces Anthony Edwards, put him on the team. He plays the one. Replace anyone you want. I think, he'll play, the, I, think he'll he'll, I think he'll play. I think he'll be the two. I think he'll. I think he'll be the two listed as the two. But I think they, they have run the offense through him. him. I think they yeah, have Mike that's Conley what they'll do. Him. That's exactly what they'll do. But they might have them both from the floor, and technically he's the point guard, but Devin Booker's running the offense, in my opinion. Or so how do we define? Wait, 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 wait. There's a difference between Devin Booker running the offense and we running it through him. So that's why I picked my words very carefully. He's running the offense. That's why I. So he's actually running the all. Like yeah, Jamal so. Murray is running the O in 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 Denver, like that. No, I don't think Jamal Murray runs the offense in Denver, but I like, think the offense runs through Joker. I think he's the primary ball handler. I think Jamal Murray is the primary ball handler, but the offense runs through Joker. <laughs> well, yeah, I think I, the, well, yeah, I think you can be the primary ball handler and not run the offense. I think Devin Booker would be the primary like ball handler Smart. and run the offense. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I think I think Devin Booker's both. He just runs. He runs the offense. The offense runs through him. Both of them. Now back okay, to okay. Well, back, I, I just to want to back, 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 back to back to what you were talking about, Damo. Yeah. If we talk let's about the lead guard, let, let's set parameters for what I'm talking about. Point guards in the NBA with the skill and the talent, or whatever you want to call it, to be the number one on a championship team on a championship the, contender team. Not even a, a future this team. year. Let's say in the next five years. Let's, in the All next right, that's five a lot. Years, that's a lot. Shay how many guys? Uh, okay, question part two. Because mm -hmm. this is this is why I don't these conversations are kind of weird to me. If you put any like if you put Jalen Brunson on the 04 Pistons, they would they could still win and he'd be the lead offensive lead, guy. The lead offensive guard. So like Perfect. if you just put an all-time great defense around any elite point guard, could they not win? Yes, but I so, to to have this conversation with the mindset of oh, make the perfect team around each guy. I mean if that's where your mind goes, that's where your mind goes. Cool. I, I, there's no argument for that. I mean, yes, that that would be the easy answer. Oh, just put the perfect the perfect team around said player and they'll win. The thing is, the NBA ain't that way. Every team there there's a lot more terribly ran franchises and bad front offices than our great ones is going to put the perfect situation around their point guard. But does that mean you're not capable of being the number one just because the front office is incompetent? Yes. Yeah. I think we have to find. What? That con no one puts that context out there in the history of the NBA. Even if there was a player who had who had the, the talent, the skill, and could do it, if they were on a team that genuinely did them dirty, in context, you would be like, okay, I mean, their team didn't put them in the best situation, but you just you weren't that guy. You weren't able to be that guy. Oh yeah, I, th I, well, I think I, I think that's stupid. We've seen we, we we we've seen have we seen how often Mars have we seen guys who are number ones on a team that was incompetent and then moved to another team that was and, and became a number one, like with the exception of like James, for example. They were incompetent. James moves to another team, he's the number one, they win the NBA championship. He goes back to that team, they build that unit around him again, and they win the NBA championship. How often have we seen stuff like that? Kevin Garnett. Garnett um, was so now that. now I'm glad you brought that up, Mars, because <laughs> we had this conversation before about Garnett and Paul Pierce. Was Garnett the number one on that team? Yes. I personally think he was. Does number, one mean best, does number one mean best offensive player or best player on the team? 
I think he was the best player on that team. There might there's, there's some people. The player, if you yeah, there's some people who think that there's some people that think Paul Pierce is the best player on that team. I think he was the best player on that team. So I want to get some. Don't pose the question. Does number one mean best offensive player or best player? I would say best player. Number one is best player. That's how I view it. If it's yeah. best offensive player, I will distinctify it as, okay, that's number okay. one offensive option or something like that. But typically, if I say number one, you're the best player on the team. Number two, you're the second best player on the team. Okay. Type yeah, so K yeah, KG was the best player. KG was on an incompetent franchise. He was the best player on the team. He went to Boston. They actually were competent with the roster construction. He was able to win. Mm -hmm. Will Chamberlain was by far the, the number one on his teams. They built around him terribly. They used him wrong. He went to Philadelphia, by far the best player on the team. They go and win. LeBron James, by far the best player on the Cavs. They built around him incorrectly, but they didn't build around him well enough to get over the hump. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he wasn't good enough yet. Fine. He goes to another team. He's the number one best player on the team. Um, any other examples I can think of? You could, I mean, Kareem did it in 71. Like, you could argue, like, the after 71, the Bucks when Oscar Robertson was clearly declining, Bobby Dandridge was worse, and they, they didn't build around him correctly. And then the Lakers, when he first got there, were bad. Then Kareem was the best player on the championship team in 1980. You could argue him too. Um, so essentially, until you actually do it, this is the logic on you. Yeah, but I think that's stupid. I think KG was clearly good enough to be the best player on the championship team. They just built around him wrong. I think saying he's not good enough because they built around him incorrectly is disingenuous. And that's why you get conversations about people. They're not this good because they haven't done this when the Ross, when the front office is failing at their job. It's not like KG is the problem. KG wasn't a problem. Now, if you want to say he wasn't a good enough scorer, blah, 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 fine. But when you have KG being asked to be the point guard and guard one through five, what do you expect him to do? Like, I can't blame KG for that. I, I can't do that. So I think I'm not going to blame point guards not being able to get it done because the roster construction is bad. Fellas, we got to move on because once again, Pip Name Slickback is pressing the next button and he has something to say to you, Mars. He said, Mars, I think for me, the bigger issue was hype. Guys that small don't lead their teams to titles as the best player. That's my point. Historically, wings and big men are the best guys. Hype matters a lot in this game. Oh, yeah, I, I agree with you. You have because being small means you have there's a smaller margin of error. So when I'm talking about the team needs to be built perfectly for small guys, yes. Steph Curry needed a pretty much perfect situation to be able to get it done because when you're smaller, the margin of error is smaller. If you're a wing who's versatile, can guard, you can score, you can play make, there's less margin of error because you're not a mismatch in terms of size. So I agree, it's harder to do it, which is why I'd always rather build around a bigger person. But just because there's only been, they say, two guys, Steph and Isaiah, doesn't mean they're the only two who are ever capable of it, is all I'm saying. But I do agree. I would always build around a bigger guy for the most part, always because there's larger margin of error. You can build, you can build worse around a bigger guy than a smaller guy and still get it done. So I agree with that. Because he made so Kobe over Steph. I have Kobe over Steph. I remember you had a debate like that a few years ago. Oh, a lot of my opinions have changed recently, recently and in the last few years. Yeah. Okay. It's called growth. It's, it's called growth, people. But um. It. This is a good time to go ahead and dive into what happened last night in the NBA. And we will get back to the power rankings. But as of right now, let's talk about how the Clippers got cooked last night by the Cavs. Anybody see this? Um, yeah. um, Paul George, Paul George was just had an off game. It is what it is. The, the Clippers are fine. Paul George had an off game. That's it. That's literally it. That's it. Paul George had an off game. And Jared yeah. Allen also just. Also, right? the... Yes, sir. What? Usta, Usta, One more time, Jared. say it again, Mars. Jared Allen? Yeah, Usta, yes. Usta. Oh, I'm not sure. 
Uh, you hate him. If he I makes it, he makes part. it. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. I know Chill put him on As you can see, Kawhi had 30 and 8. Donovan Mitchell had 28 and 12 assists. Uh, moving along to the Knicks in the Hornets. The Knicks beat the Hornets 113 to 92. Jalen Brunson continues to do what he's been doing for the last couple years. Had 32 points, seven assists. Brandon Miller with 29 and seven. Thoughts on this game? He didn't watch. Shout out Brandon Miller, man. I, I didn't watch it. I heard about it. Uh, I wish I would have went. Shout out Brandon Miller, bro. That was the right pick. The right pick for that team. Moving yes. along, the Heat continue to stumble and fumble and head downward as they lost to the Phoenix Suns last night, 118 to 105. Devin Booker would do it 22-8-7. Jimmy Butler with 26-8-4. Uh, how do we feel about this? Yeah, that was that was um that was a very depressing game to watch. Honestly, we were just getting cooked literally the whole entire game. Couldn't do nothing, couldn't stop the Suns. The Suns were just cooking us left and right. Um, I think the more thing to look at in this game is just how the Suns are coming into its own and how the Suns are really showing that they're gonna be one of the best teams in the league. Eric Gordon was just cooking. You didn't see the Orlando game clearly, though. You didn't see it. Nah, nah, that was just a bad game, though, Mars. Nah, you didn't see you didn't see the master class from Jonathan Isaac. It's oh my god, you didn't see you didn't see you didn't see anyone who watched me and Jalen on playback scene. Anyway, I'm about to say I'm starting to see on my timeline people are talking about um the impact Jonathan Isaac has defensively. Yeah, everyone copying me. It's cool though. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm about to say that's that's nasty work. How I'm starting to see that conversation now. Like that specific one about the match. Yeah, that that's People love doing that. But, uh, yeah, Miami, we just got to figure out our offense. The, us shooting the three ball wasn't too bad, but we started hitting this stuff when, like, the game was out of touch. Uh, we need to find better um, rim looks. I'm not going to lie. It's really bad when we're just relying on jump shots. So, it is what it Mars, is, I'm, man. I'm, I'm big on Cleveland, and, and, and you know, Mars. I think that you talked about Paul George having a bad game last night. I don't think you give Cleveland enough credit for what they're doing defensively. I don't. Think that you're giving them credit for what they're doing defensively, how much better they are, wing defenders as a group, not individually, just as a group, how much better they are in terms of wing defenders and Jared Allen protecting the rim the way he does and rebounding the way he does. I think he's an all star this season. I'd be, I'd be surprised if he did not make the all star team. I definitely think he's an all star this year. So that, 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 that Cleveland team, don't get me wrong, I don't think that they're a championship team, but. I think that they're. I think they're gonna make some noise in the East. Believe it's that. It's gonna change when Darius Garland comes back. That, that's why it's nice to see Evan Mobley back. That was nice. But um, yes. yeah, it's, it's gonna change when Darius when Darius Garland comes back and the team is smaller because now they're running Donovan Mitchell at the one with Max Struess and Isaac Okoro. You're six kind five, of bigger. Yeah, you're you're kind of bigger. And um, and Donovan Mitchell at the one from what I've been seeing is moving me. That was a pass he made. Might have been the first quarter, might have been the second quarter, where he gets the ball. It's kind of like it's like tipped out for like an offensive rebound, and he mm -hmm. throws a behind the back pass to Isaac Okora in the dunker spot. Now Isaac Okora missed because he's Isaac Okora, but that pass was crazy. I was like, okay, that's insane. But when Darius Garland comes back, and now you probably get Isaac Okora out the starting lineup, and now you have six one six one six five, the wing defense, as you were alluding to, is back to being bad. So. That that that's right now they look good, but when Darius Garland comes back, they're gonna look bad. And if that happens, then the change needs to be made. I'm gonna say the next move for D Mitch, wherever he goes, is him being the point guard. Like wherever the, yeah, the next location is for D Mitch, 
I'm about to say, is he just going to be the point guard for that team? Because that takes out um the Knicks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's coming to Miami. All right. All right. Y'all, keep it's it in to Orlando. The, the next game we got to talk about is the Nets and the Jazz. The Nets spanked the Jazz 147 to 114. A lot of teams have been getting blown out like this this year, and this was another example of it. Uh, maybe it was the return of Ben Simmons. Who knows? But Mikael Bridges had 33 points. Keontae George led the Jazz with 21, 4, and 3. Thoughts on this game? Shout out Simmons. Ben Simmons, first and foremost. Shout out Ben Simmons. Play some good minutes. I just want to leave it there. I'm not going to sit up here like other people and just hate for no reason on the guy. Um, just want to see him healthy. You're the biggest hater of all. Shut up. Ben Simmons plays real That's big Ben Ben And shout out Keontae George, a rookie that no one's really giving praise to. For real. That's not true. Mars and I. Other than Mars. Other than Mars. Other than Mars. Mars and I. I was asking Mars about him earlier this year because mm-hmm. that's the kid that with the Baylor. I remember him, mm-hmm. and uh, I was asking, and, and I watched, I watched the Jazz a couple of times. I really like him. I do. I like. He's a better playmaker than I thought he'd be. I, I viewed him as a scorer coming mm-hmm. in, but he he been a nice little playmaker. His scoring is probably the thing that's taken longer to translate, which understandable for a guard. But his playmaking been real nice for them. So shout out to Keontae George. All right, fellas, keeping it lit. Uh, it was another game last night. Yes, the Boston Celtics and the New Orleans Pelicans. The Boston Celtics won 118 to 112. Brandon Ingram had 28, 7 and 6. Jason Tatum had 28, 10 and 8. Seven turnovers, too. Trey Brandon Ingram keeps Zion. Hey, Zion, don't worry. I'm going to put off my Carolina brothers. Listen, I, I love how when Zion lose weight, everybody stop talking about him. I don't know if y'all have seen Zion recently. He has no, slipped down. Yeah, he, he, he probably has to play his way into shape. That's probably just how he is. He probably just has to play Low his key, way into shape. I, I was watching, and this, this is probably like a week ago when I noticed. I put a tweet out about it. I was like, yo, Zion, he's, his face kind of shrunk a little bit. Little bit. The chest It'll all come back uh, after the offseason. Just hate. Actually. Just hate. Yeah, he, he probably, he probably, <laughs> that's just what he, he does. He probably does just have to play his way into shape. But are you saying trade Brandon Ingram because you want to build around Zion or because you think Brandon Ingram is a problem? Well, I've been well, you know me, I've been saying they need to blow it up or trade somebody or do something with that mm-hmm. team. I've been saying that. At first, I was like, nah, trade Ingram and Zion, or if anything, trade Zion. Now, if Zion losing weight, if he can stay healthy, he big Z. Well, don't let this. He's, Ingram, he's a fat man trade by heart. Ingram. He's losing weight. He's losing weight mainly because he has to play these games. When he's once he doesn't have to play those that's games, what playing in shape, playing yourself in shape yeah, means. What are you talking about? His man to shape. That, yeah. That's the point. If the man ain't working in the offseason to keep himself in shape, what the hell are we talking about? I'm not but he's gonna get that. in shape during the season. Check just check, to check, lose. That's check, not a good way to be. Check, 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 they're not losing, they're the five seed. Bro, they're gonna lose in the postseason. You know, you well, of course they're gonna lose in the postseason. They're not a championship team, but that's because Zion is out of shape. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna praise. I'm not. I'm not praising it. I'm not praising a guy for mandatorily, mandatorily losing weight just because he has to sit here and play all these games. Because then the off season comes, it's gonna be the same story in the off season. He's gonna get big. We're all gonna troll him. Okay, so that's what he does. No, 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 no. That's why. That's In the off season, that's fine. In the regular season, he's playing himself in shape. In the postseason, he's in shape. What the fuck are we talking about? In the postseason, he, 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 he gets... Well, how many games he's played in the postseason? Well, it doesn't matter. He hasn't played a playoff game before. 
Okay yeah, then. So he's okay then. I'm not okay. That's proof my point. So right 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 now he's, right now he's playing his way into shape. So so what if if he doesn't come into the season healthy? Cool. If the Pelicans still make the playoffs, we know they weren't going to win a championship with a healthy Zion or not. Even if he was in shape from game one, we know that's the point, Mars. And I can't wait. You know what? And this is why I can't wait. This is why I can't wait for us to be on open gym. I'm gonna be a little bit late to that show because that's one of the things you need to look at in the player. What they do in the offseason, that work that they dedicate, bro. Dedication, work ethic. That's something that's crucial in being an NBA player. And Zion will. No, 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 no! Stop! Stop! Stop, Mars! Stop! My whole point is, Mars, is I'm not gonna sit here and just praise this guy. For oh yeah, he's getting skinnier. He's playing himself. No, shut up. You want to know why? Because this is should this should have been a thing that should have happened earlier before the season even started. But you want to oh, mess yeah, with hoes. You want to mess with you want to mess with Instagram hoes. You want to mess with porn star, and you wanted to eat, sleep, and f all off season long instead of putting time in the gym. I'm not praising a man just because he keeps losing weight, just because he's losing weight naturally. He's losing weight naturally. He don't I'm care not, about losing weight. I'm not asking you to praise him. I'm not asking you to praise him. I don't, nah, screw that, I bro. don't care about praising someone for playing their way into shape. I'm just making an observation. He plays his way into shape. That's fine. Yeah, but if we like know that, that, if we up here, and see, this is what happens because y'all both y'all both are agreeing with each other, and I see he's praising no, 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 him, no, no, no. so I'm putting y'all all in the no, no, same scope. Oh, I'm no, just saying he plays his way into shape. That's what wait, I'm wait, wait, no, no, Dub, this is crazy. This is crazy. Just because you don't operate your life like this, don't mean you can dictate how I operate my life. I was a person. I don't care how you dictate it. I'm not a problem with it, sir. No, 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 no. I was a person who was slandering Zion for looking like me on the basketball court. So now that he was able, now that he's able to be in shape. I'm going to acknowledge that. Naturally. It's not, it's not it because matter. he's putting no, work no, in your no, 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 stop, no, stop with the I naturally logic. Because there's oh no nonsense. No, dog. I, uh, 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 keep going, Damo. Keep going. Keep going, Damo. I gave him slack. Now <laughs> I can acknowledge. I bet he's actually in shape. Now, cool. That was one of the questions I had for him in this season. Like, hey, bro, I'm not believing in this guy because he's looking like me. I'm looking like I'm looking in a mirror. Playing in the NBA, this is crazy. I shouldn't be looking at a guy built like me in the NBA. Now he's playing, he's in shape. Somewhat in shape. Now, how much you want to evaluate him being in shape? That's on you. Yeah, it took the season started in, season started in November. Good, bro. Duh, if he's playing he games, he's going to lose weight. It's common sense. I'm no, we got to No, no, hold on, Ron, because no, we don't. No, 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 because no, because no, it's not I've seen I Popeye what you have to say, because I got I, something I, to cook him. I've seen, because I've seen Popeye Jones play all year, and he's fat. Mm. I've seen Oliver Miller play the whole season and still be fat. So just because you're playing, that doesn't mean that you're going to automatically lose weight. So kill that with that mandatory logic. I think you got that completely wrong. This is why you're done, Chill. Aren't you the same guy that criticizes James Harden James for Harden, playing absolutely. in the state and for folding in the postseason? Right. So I want to hear nothing here, from this topic from you, sir, because you cook James Harden for not being in state, sir. I do. Because he wants to go to Las Vegas and just spend money on shit. Here's the difference, though. Here's the difference. Here's the difference. Dub, you said it's mandatory. You're automatically going to do that. That's not everybody. That's not everybody. Zion lost weight playing himself in the shape. James Harden lost weight playing himself in the shape. Popeye Jones did not lose weight playing himself in the shape. Um, who else am I thinking about? Oliver Miller did not lose weight. These guys were fat. That's what happened to him. Sean <laughs> Kemp got out of shape. He was fat. That's what happens. Not the everybody is, who plays basketball is going to lose weight. That's not going to happen. Get this. Final man, point, Doug. This is man, the final point. We got to move If the man ain't putting in extra hours to lose that shape sooner, guess what? I don't care. Simple. That's it. That's all I got to say. <laughs> all right. Uh, 
back to some more games. We, we got a few more games right quick. Um, the Washington Wizards beat the San Antonio Spurs 118-113. to 113. Kyle Kuzma led the team in points and rebounds with 18 points and 11 rebounds. Victor Wimbenyama had 22-11. and 11. Two of the worst teams. About Marvin that game's about Marvin Bagley. No one else. That game's about Marvin Bagley. <laughs> man, shout out Victor. Victor Wembanyama. Nah, he sold me, bro. He should have had a better game, man. That was one of the games. He sold me, and Jalen Green sold me. Because how the hell he turned into Jalen Jordan one night? Hold that up, was hold up, Dub. We're about to get there. Hold on. I'm, I'm sick hold of him. My man, man, I don't know what he's talking about. I'm sick of Dub with his parlays. I'm sick of him with his parlays. What's he talking about? What's he talking well, about? I won last night, so I'm, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit happy. But yeah, bro, come on, come on. Um, the two top teams in the Western Conference faced off last night in the Minnesota Timberwolves. And the Oklahoma City Thunder, they were tied going into this game for the first seed. So this was mm -hmm. the tiebreaker between these two teams. And the Wolves won the game 107 to 101. Let's go ahead and actually dive into this game and uh, see what happens. So it looks like Carl Anthony Towns had 21, 10 and 6, had a good shooting game from the field. Anthony Edwards also led the team in scoring with 27. Uh, he shot. 50% from the field, 60% from three. And Rudy Gobert chimed in with 18 rebounds. The Oklahoma City Thunder, on the other hand, um, they were carried by J-Dub and Shea. Those two combined Jump. for 57 of the team's points. Uh, Shea had 37, eight assists, seven rebounds. J-Dub contributed 20. Thoughts on this game, fellas? I need to say this, and I had this uh, uh, topic on my channel. Go check it out. We need to have some serious conversations about J-Dub. And I'm not going to lie. This kid, because he was hitting some big buckets down the stretch, too. He's an all-star this year, too. Bro. If not he, this he, year, in the near future, he's an all-star. He's better than Jalen Brown. I swear he's better than Jalen Brown. What? Like, I keep, yo, oh, my God. This kid is insane, bro. I'm what? not going to lie. Way not, better. Not That's not no, what I expected you to say, but I did see that little segment thing on your channel. I didn't know that was you who made that take. No, nah, because I was thinking about it. That's more I'm thinking about it. Nah, J Dub is really one of the ones in the Can you expect, he expand on Jalen Brown because that both, both their names are Jalen. No, he said he better than him. Yeah, yeah, so I was about to ask you up. So so can you expand on that? Why is he better than him? Where 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 is he? I think as a ball, even as like he don't do it a lot, but every time he touches the ball, I feel way more confident with the ball in his hands in terms of passing and ball handling and facilitating. He has a good mid-range shot, uh, similar to Jalen Brown. He has a very good uh, consistent three ball as well. Um, and the defense that he has, I think, is, uh, better, uh, uh, is better than Jalen Brown. So in my head, if he has all of that going for himself, man... That's so, just, so so the meat yo. potatoes of your argument is ball handling. You just feel better when he got the ball in his hands than Jalen Brown does. Because it has uh, nothing to do with his ability to score. Jalen Brown can score with because Jalen Brown can score with the best of them. Jalen Brown is one of the best yeah. defensive players in the game. That's a fact. And J, J Dub's better than him. I ain't saying that Mars. There's a difference between being an all-league defender and being one of the best defensive players. In the game. No way you're how, using how that many, argument. Wait, I how, wait, how, wait, how many people are one of the best defenders in the league? Okay, like, so okay, so fifty. Like how I'll, many people? I'll, are okay, one of so the best? Now, so now we got so now we got the first team and second team all-league defenders. Correct. That's ten. Okay, so that's elite. Is that fair? Sure. Mm -hmm. is, is that is that fair? Now then yeah, we got fair. then we got the next twenty. Then we got the next ten guys. Okay. That's that's. I'm not going to say elite, but I mean they're they're right on the doorstep of that. But they still they still one of the best defenders in the game. 
I think Jalen. I think Jalen Brown. I don't know if I can name he's a top thirty defender. That's what I was about to say. I don't. I don't know if I can name thirty defenders Inclu- better than him. including or not including bigs. Like you talking about just perimeter defender? Or I'm, that's what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about. I'm talking about on the perimeter. Oh, that's a top thirty like wing defender. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I don't know if I can name thirty defenders better than Jalen. Right, Brown. Let's let's I, do I, this. I'm not sure. Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown as a JT. defender. Yeah, Tatum, JT. Derek White, both of those guys. Drew Holiday. Yep. Okay. Um, Patrick Beverly. No. Okay. What? what? Fine, fine. I'm fine, with fine. you, I, I disagree, what? but that's fine. Ah, that's fine. De'Anthony Melton. No. Dante DiVincenzo. Vincenzo mm, from, from New York. No, Miles. Cat TV. Josh Hall. No. Yes. Okay. Isaac Okoro. Yes. Okay. Um, Jimmy Butler. Today? Buckets? Yeah. Jimmy Butler. I'll give buckets the edge today. Okay. I will. Jonathan Isaac. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, Alex Caruso. <laughs> yes. Mikel Bridges. Yes. Ben Simmons. Yes. Dorian Finney-Smith. No, Royce O'Neal. What number are we going to get? Right to I'm going to get. We. I think we've got to like eight, nine. I think. Okay. Dorian. Fin- um. Royce O'Neal. Yes. Dennis Smith Jr. No. Hmm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. Scotty Barnes. Yes. Emmanuel Quickly. No. Bruce Brown. No to Emmanuel quickly is insane, but Bruce Brown. I'll give that to Bruce Brown. That's oh, I didn't say OG. OG Ananobi. Yes, definitely OG. Okay. Um, That's 11 right now, right? Yeah. Charlotte, the Charlotte. Uh, I don't like say I'm not going to say Frank Nerlikina, so we'll leave that one out. Um, I don't think you're going to say Bilal from the Wizards, so that's fine. Asar Thompson. I think we can have a conversation about Asar Thompson. I do. Okay. I do. I think we can have a serious conversation about Assault Thompson. I think it's comfortable. I, 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 think the, I think the only reason is because of where he is right now, because he's new. Okay. Um, Jada McDaniels. Yes. Anthony Edwards. Yes. Uh, do I feel confident with Nikhil Alexander? No, that's fine. Um, Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon from, from mm-hmm. Denver? The Nuggets, yeah. He's a big. No, he's a he's. He more plays the four. Yeah, yeah, he's he plays the four. Oh, he guards nah, wings. He's like a combo forward for real, for especially. He guards wings. He doesn't. He guards. Well, wings. Well, well, okay, sure, Miles. If we're gonna add him, yes, because the job I saw him do, yes. Aiton Watson. He's bigger. I think he's. I think he may be a better one-on-one defender than Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson. Shea. I'll give that. I'll give that to you. Yes. Um, Ludor. Yes. I'll ask Kaysom Wallace, but well, Kaysom Wallace. No. Kawhi. Yes. Paul George. I think it's on reputation, Mars. I do. I don't think it's wow. the of legacy. I wow. think it's on reputation, Mars. I do. Well, you could say J Dub. I think he agrees with J Dub. 
Right, what, White show? So. That, that's what the whole debate was about because he no, said no, no, no. one of the best defenders in the league. Yeah, yeah, but I said J Dub better, and he was like, "Oh, I don't think I'm not saying that he's who's better." J Dub is Jalen Williams a better defender than Jalen Brown? No, I didn't say that. That's why this whole conversation started. That's how we started. That's how we got to the thirty. The thirty guys. Literally, how the whole conversation started. Um, I, I'll ask for Ox's sake, Davion Mitchell. Oh, I love Davion Mitchell. No. Okay. Um, Phoenix, Joshua Kogi. No, Katie. No, <laughs> ah. might as well. Um, Dallas have any wing defenders that I'm neglecting? Grant Williams, Grant Williams, Ross Green, Dante Exum. Yeah, you feel how you feel about any of those guys? No, no, okay. Um, New Orleans, Herb Jones. Yes, um, Jose Alvarado. No. I don't feel too high on Trey Murphy, so I leave him out. Um, the late Cam Reddish, Jared Vanderbilt. No. Wait, Jared Vanderbilt? He said no. Mate, he said I'll, I'll, I'll take that back, Mars. Vando, yes. I'll give you Vando. Okay, okay, okay. Colin Sexton, Fontecchio, Chris Dunn, anyone from the Jazz, really? Any of those three? None of those guys. No to Chris Dunn? No. Uh, he could defend. I don't think he's Jalen Brown good as a defender. No. Dylan Brooks, Jabari Smith, Tari Eason, Amen Thompson. I'll give you, I'll give you Dylan Brooks, and I'll give you uh, Jabari Smith. I love Jabari Smith. I think he's going to be an all league okay. defender. But no to Tari and Amen. Okay, that's fine. I, I, um, I think I, I disagree, but it's fine. I disagree, but it's fine. Um, the Warrior. Andrew Wiggins. No. Dre, I guess, but Marcus Smart in Memphis today, yeah, I'll give you Marcus Smart, Mars, sure. Um, and then on the Spurs, I mean, I mean Portland's don't Jeremy Grant, Jeremy Grant, mm-hmm. and then on the Spurs, Jeremy Sohan. No, mm-hmm. okay, I don't Matisse know how many Thibault? we got. Matisse, Matisse Thibault in Portland, yeah, my fault. Matisse Thibault. I'll give yeah, you Thibault, yes. Okay, I don't know how many names we. I don't know how many names we got. Twenty. It's like twenty-eight to thirty-two. Okay, but and then there's a lot of names where I. So he falls. So he falls. So he falls in that. In that, like twenty-eight to thirty-two. And Mars named a lot more names. Oh, I didn't say Jalen Suggs. Oh, you're right. Jalen Suggs is better. I'm I'm not even going to ask you. Jalen Suggs is better. Yes. Did I say Caruso? You yes, said you so. Okay. Jalen Suggs is better. I don't remember asking about any Bulls players. That bumps it up to twenty-nine. Like that's the minimum twenty-nine that Chill agreed to. All right. Cool. 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 Oh, yeah, I, oh, yeah, but I, I don't think he's top three. But yeah, well, Jay all right, better. fellas, we, we got to get back to games from last night. Yes, sir. Um, it's good to know Minnesota. where Jalen, where Jalen Brown uh, lies as a defender in the NBA around the thirtieth range. Um, whether you declare that a lead or not, it's kind of up to you. Or whether you think he's one of the top defenders in the league. But uh, back to the games that happened last night. The Kings. Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. We need to talk about Minnesota. We didn't we didn't actually talk about what happened last night in Minnesota. This is the number one, this is for the number one seed in the Western Conference. LeBron, not only is it the number one seed in the Western Conference, how big of a deal Rudy was on that crew last night. And I understand, I understand how good Jalen, I understand how good Jaden McDaniels is because Jaden McDaniels made it hard on like y'all, you dudes will see the box score and you'll see that that Shea went for 37 last night. Man, he made some, he made a lot of tough shots on Jaden McDaniels. Jaden McDaniels' ability to recover. That was a big deal on him last night. And I thought that they 
I, I know this sounds crazy when you see somebody score 37 on somebody and you're like, yo, they did a good job on him. Because they actually did do a good job on him. He just was better. The problem, I, I, what I want to do, Ron, is I want to dead the rhetoric. I want to dead the logic that the Minnesota's uh, half-court offense is in question. No, it is not. They score with the best of them. They don't, they don't, I don't think that they have a problem scoring the basketball. Their transition offense is a problem. Not only is their transition offense a problem, them closing games, their best offensive player, their best scorer is a third-year shooting guard who's still trying to figure it out. He's awesome, don't get me wrong. He is awesome, but he's still trying to figure it out. They got this action that they run in the fourth quarter where, if, I'm, if, if I remember it correctly, you got Ant in the corner, Ant's getting screened by Rudy. Ant's getting screened for Rudy. Ant, Ant, Rudy's coming to screen for Ant. Rudy's coming to screen for Ant. He's got a dribble handoff with Cat. Cat's diving to the basket. When Cat dives to the basket, Rudy comes right behind him, and now he's going to set a ball screen. All that does, that's not him getting the shot. That's just Ant getting the basketball. And they run action like that for him all the time because they get buckets. The problem that they have is Ant scoring the basketball in the fourth quarter. That's the biggest problem that they have because they have him close games. Sometimes he can, sometimes he's able to do it. Sometimes he's not. The last four games, I believe, he's shooting. He was shooting under thirty percent in the fourth quarter. That was their problem. Their offense isn't the problem. They get good looks. They get shots. The problem is that he sometimes doesn't get it done. But Rudy, on the other hand, I just feel like every time he dives to the basket, he's open. They don't look for him nearly enough. Every time he's every time he rolls to the basket, he's open. I I I love what they're doing in Minnesota. I just would like to see them. I I, I would like to see them. In terms of in terms of in terms of Ant, I'd like to see them get him not just more involved. I'd like to see him just be better in the fourth quarter. Um, OKC gets a <clears throat> uh, great year this year. Everything's phenomenal. The writing is on the wall for OKC. You can outsize them. And all I look for for this team going into the offseason and going into next season is adding bigs. If they don't go and add multiple, not one multiple big men, bigger guys to play next to Chet with Chet or whatever it is. What kind of big you, big men? What kind of big what kind of bigs are you thinking, Dom? Are you thinking dirty work guys? I, you thinking bucket you guys? Need, or you just thinking think big? You need you you need a you definitely need a dirty work guy. You definitely need I would say you need a dirty work guy that's just gonna board uh, uh eat up size in the paint, eat up fouls, be physical with teams like Minnesota because Minnesota was just dominating them in the paint. Dominating them in the paint um last night. You need at least one, maybe two of those guys for foul purposes, and you need another big who can, in my in my opinion, a big who can stretch the floor. It, it just another big who can stretch the floor. The app to help with the offense with how they like to play at that spacing around Shea. But you need at least one or two bigs that are just going to be more interior or just physical and play with size. Because there's no way you're going out there with Chet and you got J Dub at the four. You have Jalen Williams off the bench at six eight six nine and. No, that that's just nasty work. If they don't go out there and get them a, a plethora of different bigs or a couple of bigs this offseason, I'm saying that front office is trolling and they're they're displaying terrorist activity. What big um, should they get? Daniel Gafford. I don't care who they get. A big. I, it mm. it genuinely does not matter. Anyone. It should not be at seven feet, 112 pounds, and then Jalen Williams at six eight. Like that shouldn't be your two biggest players. I'm sorry. So I don't I don't care who they, they can get. Jalen Smith for all I care. I don't care who they get. They need to get big men, other bigs, just to help. It, it, it's crazy how small that team plays. Um, in terms of the Timberwolves, did what they were supposed to do, dominating the paint, had a great game. Uh, and shout out Ant, calling out the unethical buckets. Because when you look on paper at Shea's performance last night, it looked cool. 
Then you see how many free throws he hit, man. Unethical, oh. man. Hey, and it's starting to get the end. I, this is the second time he done played them and it had something to say about these free throws at the end of the game. I, I'm starting to get that feeling. And hates unethical buckets just like me. Um, just so you know, Damo, that punch that he had when he ran down the gut and punched it with two hands, that's a foul. He got hit on the arm, blow the whistle, ref. He got clearly got fied. We tried to, to dunk it on uh chat when he didn't. No, at the end of the game, it was in the middle, it was I late. It, it was shade, okay, okay, okay. Shade clearly hit him. That's a foul. Blow the whistle, ref. Blow the let's, whistle. Let's listen to what Ant had to say about the refs last night. Get it done in this environment. I don't know. I don't know. And I'm gonna take the fine because the refs did not give us no calls tonight. We had to play through every bump, every grab. I don't know. I don't know how we won tonight. Uh, big shout-out to my team. Big shout-out to my coaches, for sure. There's a difference between contact and illegal contact. Okay, you can bump a guy, sure. You can you can hedge a guy, sure. But when you're knocking guys to the floor, I mean, if, if, if that's how we playing, okay. That's one thing. But that's got to be universal. That can't just be, okay, y'all going to allow that with us, but you're not going to allow that with them. Because if we're playing like that, then that's got to be across the board. And it, and it didn't seem like it was last night. Are they going to trade number three? Or are we just going to keep waiting for them to just... They not. They, sh they should. Oh, if they were smart, God. they would. Oh, I don't know why he's still on the team. Is it he that bad, Moss? I mean, because he makes open shots. I understand the Teams ball. Teams ignore I, 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 him. He gets ignored. So like, it's the same thing I had with Thibel last year. If I don't know, I don't know what he's shooting from three this year. Number three, I don't know what he's shooting. But if teams aren't guarding you, even if you take five of them and make three of them, they're not guarding you on every possession you're out there. You've only taken five shots. You're still hurting the team in every other possession you don't shoot. So yes, he got nine points on the five shots he took. I don't know how many threes he made last night either. I'm just talking generally. So like, if teams aren't guarding him and you're in the playoffs, teams are going to leave him wide open. Wide open teams are gonna if they play the Timberwolves in the playoffs, he's gonna be guarded by Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert is going to leave him open, and that's why his minutes are going down when you play against these teams. He's gonna play like 15 minutes a game in the playoffs because teams aren't going to guard him. He would have to shoot seven for seven from three every game. It's gonna be an Isaac Okoro version, too, because there's no reason for him to be out there if he doesn't have the ball in his hands because you need Shea with the ball in his hands, and teams aren't guarding him. Why is he there? There's he needs to be traded, in my opinion. Mars, it just takes one Terrence man. Uh, performance where Rudy Gobert guarding you, not guarding you, and just oh, and then all of a sudden, yeah, all of a sudden the narrative changes. So I feel you in, in the grand scheme of things. Oh yeah, Rudy's gonna leave him open. You can't have that happen until Josh Giddy is really hitting him and making him pay. Then it's off. What were Minnesota doing? What, what is Gobert Josh doing Giddy, on defense? Nice, we gotta extend him. Josh Giddy, yeah, and I'm gonna be honest. To um, so. so the person who said they will guard him if he's hitting like that, he was three for seven last night. I promise you. No one's Didn't guarding guard three for seven, Josh Giddy. No one's guarding him. No one. They will lead. They will go ahead. Take your nine points, buddy. We're gonna leave. We're gonna live <laughs> that because every other half court possession where you choose not to shoot and you instead try to probe when no one's guarding you, attacking invisible closeouts or just trying to run dribble handoffs or just pass the ball to no one. Yes, you're ruining the offense. We don't care about your little nine points on threes. We don't care. Like no one will care. He would have to shoot seven for seven every game for teams to be like, okay, maybe we need to guard him. And he's not going to do that. So there's no use for him. 
on I this did line. not know that there was a thing called invisible closeouts. I did not know that. Yeah, <laughs> man. I play 2K with enough people who be attacking closeouts that aren't there. Josh Giddy be doing it in real life. He's attacking closeouts that don't exist. He tried to attack Wemby. I know we've seen that game. He tried to attack Wemby, got his shot in held. Wemby's not even closing out to you. He's just standing there and you're running into him. So, yeah, he doesn't, he, he doesn't know what he's doing. I will say I, I genuinely think the emergence of Shea and the emergence of J-Dub really messed up Josh Giddy. Um, in the grand scheme of things, they drafted him. They expected his role to be a lot higher than what it was. But J-Dub being as great as he's been this early on and Shea just being this quick to be an MVP candidate consistently, yeah, gang, it it's not even a bad pick. It's not even like you got a bad pick or you picked the wrong guy or it was the wrong fit. Other guys just end up being way better than they were supposed to be. So now you turn into a bad fit. That's I feel for him. That's tough. But now nah, get his ass the fuck up out of here. Get get Josh Giggity yeah, he, out of he, here. He Let's get a big man. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying him. he can't play. I'm not saying he can't play. I'm just he doesn't fit on OKC. Oh, they City need to trade him to a team. If he's on a team that puts the ball in his hands and allows him to initiate offense and use his passing abilities and whatever the case may be, he can be fine. But on a team where he's the third ball handler because two guys can shoot, can create their own shot and can pass, and you have him in the corner, he's useless. So send him to Washington for Daniel Gafford, Corey Kisper, and a pick. How much better is Oklahoma City if you rewind the clock to the 2021 draft and Oklahoma City passes on Giddy and they take Sangoon? How much better are they? Oh, my God. We good. We good. We good. We don't care about that. We don't care about that. Why do you not give them frogs? Why do you not give them frogs? Why do you have to give them Sangoon? No, give them frogs. I'm just asking I'm just asking a question. That's all I'm asking. We good on that one. We good. I'm just asking a question. How much better are they? We don't even need to know. Way better. Way better. That's not even relevant. All right, y'all. Keeping it lit. The next game that we are going to jive into uh i mentioned it a second ago what was the sacramento kings and the memphis grizzlies the kings beat the grizzlies by 9 103 to 94 jaron jackson jr had 22 points still isn't really rebounding much demonte sabonis on the other hand had 20 points and grabbed all the rebounds 26 points which is a season high and a franchise record he tied well he tied it with chris weber Glass cleaner. That's what happens when Memphis can't make shots. <sighs> Memphis, listen to me and listen good. If y'all don't give J a uh, triple J, uh, I don't know how long Desmond Bain is out, but hey, get, let these guys get seasoned in the surgery. Tank, kill the season. Tank for Sar, please, please tank. Just, just <laughs> do what the Warriors did. Throw it away, and it's okay. <laughs> Y'all don't need Triple J playing right now. As soon as y'all heard that y'all not coming back, everyone should have been shut down. I should be seeing 45 minutes of Vincent Williams Jr. on the basketball court right now. He's no been playing reason. well. I'm not going to lie. He's well. been playing well. Very I like well. him. I Very like well. Him. I should be seeing Gigi Jackson minutes. 48 of them. Gigi Jackson and Vincent Williams should be leading this team in minutes played per game. Shut it down. The season's over. Tank for Sar, please. I'm be- tank for Buselas, please. Like Maybe. New Year's franchise. Sar would, Sar would actually be nice for them. Sar would be nice. Super nice. Uh, 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 Sar and uh, Triple J back uh, front court with Jaw attacking. Lord have mercy. And Desmond Bain being able to be a top five shooting guard. He looks like when he's healthy. I ain't gonna lie to you. Desmond Bain is a killer when he's on the court. 
please do your job. Like, do your job, Memphis. So when yeah. when when both Marcus Smart and Desmond, you already knew Ja was, was done for the season. But when Marcus Smart went out and Desmond Bain is out for as long as he was out, what are we doing here? I, I, yeah, I know we're we trying to sell Jackson Jr. to get phantom surgery. Right. Yeah. I, I, I know we're trying to sell tickets, but at the end of the day, we're not winning. We're not. So what, what what's happening right here? Let, 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 let's just end this and end this amicably. This season was a wash. 100% it was. So you, you want to sell tickets? Give all the Memphis rappers some tickets and let them give it up to the hood and let them come perform. <laughs> if you want to sell tickets. I don't care about if You can get tickets off in Memphis. Let Finesse two times and, and Key Glock pull up and perform at halftime for the rest of the season if you want to sell tickets. I don't care about them damn tickets. Think about your team. Y'all are in a prime position to let y'all have y'all pick. Y'all are in prime position to just tank it out be in a top three and get a player that can immediately impact your team next year. And by the looks of it, you need that. There was no reason why this team looked so unmotivated as it was going in on going into the season with Ja being out. Ja comes back and they immediately flip a switch and look so great and look so well-tuned. Then Ja gets out again and they back the hopelessness. No, man, get you some more players and some more assets. You're not getting – Memphis is not a – I don't think that's a market that's just desirable for free agents. That's Nobody's not somewhere free agents. Nobody. Free agents are not saying y'all want to no. go to Memphis. Even with Ja there, I'm still not hearing free agents. Yo, Memphis is one of the places I want to go. You have to take advantage of this, like immediately. Think about Shut it, Damo. Think about it, Damo. Where'd they get Jaron Jackson? The draft. The draft. Where'd they get Ja? The, the draft. draft. What about Desmond Bain? The draft. They had to trade for Marcus Smart. They, they need to got... trade him again to yeah, a contender. That... Right, they had to trade for Marcus Smart, and they got Derrick Rose in free agency, and Derrick Rose is 35 years old. So the they got him guys, to be a babysitter. They paid him to babysit <laughs> Jabari. That was it. Right. That was like, you know right. what? They say and he you, babysat him the wrong way. Now you got the Derrick Rose injuries. It's, it's tragic. It's tragic. Exactly what happened to Mark. Yeah, that's, that's exactly crazy. What that's crazy. Man, a babysitter, a grown man. With this guy at the game. I'm not about to get into that. But no, man, I... Shut him down. Shut everybody down. Gigi Jackson should be playing 48 minutes for the rest of the season. Vincent Williams Jr. should be going crazy. Zaire Williams should be getting 50 minutes a night, in my opinion. Play play everybody else. That's not – everybody at the end of the bench should be starting if I'm Memphis. I'm not going to lie to you. The season's over. Zaire Williams is so bad. So that's what they need. Yeah, get Zaire Williams on the court for sure. I'm, I'm literally giving Memphis – I'm giving Emily Chopper a 10-day. Like, I'm, I'm legit. I'm oh, doing yeah. antics and everything. I'm, I'm – the season's over. I'm doing everything else but worrying about winning basketball. All right, fellas. Uh, moving along to the next game. Uh, the Los Angeles Lakers and the Houston Rockets. Uh, the Lakers got dealt with last night. 135 to 119. The Rockets took care of business. And in case you didn't know, Jalen Green had one of his Better performances of the year, if not his best performance. Jalen Green had 34 points, 12 rebounds, 7 assists, only one turnover. How are we feeling about this Mars Blackman? Um, people who have been watching um, the Rockets this season know that this isn't this Jalen Green's turn of corner in the last four or five games. Um, that's three straight double-doubles, by the way, just so you guys know. Three straight double-doubles. He had zero double-doubles in his whole career before this last three games. Um, Alperen Sengun and Jalen Green are the youngest duo to ever get 13-10 in the same game. Just point out there. 
Um, Jalen Green over the last four games is averaging 29 points a game and eight rebounds. Just putting out there. On 51 almost, 30 and, almost 30 and 10. On 51% shooting from the field. Mm. But um, but I was told I have to give up because there's no hope. So, hmm, interesting. But um, it's not about me giving credit to Jalen Green and just talking about how he's the best player to ever exist because we all know that. So, um, the Houston Rockets um, was fantastic. Um, I want to ask Domo how he feels about his team passing on Cam Whitmore. That's really what, that's where I want to start. That's where I really want to go. Because um, Jalen Hachafina was on the court last night when they were already down 20 in the last 20 seconds of the game. That's where their number 17 pick came in, but we have our number 20 pick, giving us impactful minutes um, scoring. I think he had 20 points last night. So I want to I want to ask Domo, Domo, how do you feel about um, your team passing on Cam Whitmore? Is that... One, uh, I'm not backing down from my stance I had at draft time that number 21 pick should have been James, uh, James Najee. I'm just going to keep I'm going to keep saying it into the day I die. We should have picked James Najee because, again, we needed a real big man. But when I did see Cam plummeting, I'm thinking top five pick guy. Um, why? Are, like, there's no way he does get past us. And he does for J-Hood. So hurt, Mars, to answer your question. I'm extremely hurt. And then I was a little optimistic at first because, like, oh, health reasons and, oh, Cam's in the G League. He's not ready. Ah, no, Cam's been ready this entire goddamn time. Um, actually more ready than a lot of rookies. <laughs> in all actuality, he was he was a lot of – he was a top five pick. He, like, genuinely, there was no reason for him to slide down to 20. He's starting he on that Lakers team. If he, was on that, if he was on that Lakers he team, he's starting. starting. He he's your starting, starting three man, 100%. The only reason he's not top five in rookie of the year is because he started in the G League. That's the only reason he's not top five in rookie of the year. I promise you, if he played this whole season consistently, I'm not saying he's better than Brandon Miller, but if he was on the Hornets getting that type of opportunity, mm. it would be Wemby, Chet, Cam Whitmore. I promise you it would. Anybody in the chat saying Jay Hood is solid, you have faith in Jay Hood, you're not a Laker fan. So I don't care. I don't care about none of that. Listen, I, I'm not saying the kid sucks. He's not what we needed. And unless this nigga turns into an all-star once LeBron leaves, and AD decides, yeah, I'm not playing with not LeBron. So unless he just turns into an all-star when the team goes to shambles, which I don't think that's going to happen, but if it does, hey, prove me wrong. Yeah, we should have picked Cam Whitmore, and if not Cam Whitmore, we should have picked James Najee, the guy I wanted to pick. I'm going to keep saying it. No, I'm going to win that game. I'm going to be honest. Like that, that little stretch at the end of the first where the game wasn't out of hand, and then he goes against three dunks, makes a three, Scores about mm-hmm. 10 points in five seconds, blew the game open. That the Lakers transition defense is terrible. The Lakers rebounding is terrible. We were just killing them on the glass, killing them in transition, killing them at the rim, which is something not something you really expect from AD in the, in the paint. But then I see that perimeter defense. I'm like, oh, okay, I can see why. When Jalen Green is able to blow by anyone he wants, yeah, you're gonna have problems at the rim because AD can't save everyone. There's a play, I think he blocked someone. I think it was, I don't know who he blocked. He blocked a shot and LeBron is standing right there and the ball just falls to Jabari Smith for a layup. I was like, yeah, it's like you guys don't even care to play. Like there was no intensity from the Lakers mm. and we won by 16, but we really won by like 30. Like that game don't wasn't let, even that, close don't to let being that score. Don't let that score. Yeah, that you. game wasn't even close to being close. So the Lakers have some intensity issues. And I don't think I can blame Darvin Ham for intensity issues. I don't think he... I think that's effort. I can't blame him for that. There's a few things that I will blame him for, but intensity, I can't blame him for that. In my I'm opinion, I can't blame him for it. Has he, has he lost the crew? Has he lost that crew? I think that's just a cop-out. I feel like players, when players want an excuse to not give effort, they'll just say that the coach isn't getting through to them. Mm-hmm. I don't think you need a coach to tell you to try. I, I, I don't think you need that. 
So I, especially when you're a veteran team who yep. knows how the NBA works, if you need a coach to tell you to try, you don't want to try it. Just be honest. You don't want to try it. So I can't blame Darvin Ham for that. There's many things that I can blame him for. Some of the, some of the lineups he runs is questionable. Sometimes he runs zone in questionable situations. Now him running zone last night was actually pretty good. I'll give him credit for that. But sometimes he runs zone and I don't think he should. The spacing on his team isn't great. But I can't blame him for the lack of effort. I can't blame him for that. That's the players. The players are just aren't trying. So, for the most I, part, LeBron led team since I want to say 2018. For the most part, in that time from 2018 to now, they have all shown examples of lack of intensity in some way or shape or form in the regular season. Um, I'm not about to sit. And again, I know I'm Mr. Darvin's a terrorist. Now that's a mainstream. Uh, com- that's a mainstream conversation. I'm out of it. I'm, I don't. You know, I was speaking from a place of truth and honesty. Now, yeah, guys are just started. saying it. Now, now guys are just saying to get their clicks off and get their engagement. That's mm-hmm. why mm-hmm. it's not Darwin's fault. Listen, it's not Darwin's fault. <laughs> I'm not gonna sit here and say you lost I'm not gonna sit here and say you lost the team. Uh, I, I don't think he lost the team. I just think, in terms of a LeBron James led team, for the most part, unless the team is shooting off from all cylinders from the start of the season. There's going to be times in the regular season, especially as it gets older, where there's a lack of intensity. And it starts from the top down. Everyone is a reflection of LeBron. Whatever LeBron's doing, that's what the team's going to do. And LeBron has that issue where it's just like some nights he's the GOAT, other nights he's just LeBron. Now, just LeBron is a bad thing. Just LeBron is still phenomenal, better than 85% of the league. But just LeBron goes on the court. And he's he pulling the Julius Randle. He's throwing his hands up when the ball's turned over, walking up the court. He's walking off the court 30 seconds before the game start uh, uh ends the and not dapping nobody up when he loses. He displays uh, a real sore loser mentality a lot of the times. And bad leadership. You can say it. It's bad leadership. LeBron is a I think personally, if LeBron James is the sole leader or he's the main leader of your team. Your team is being led by a bad leader. All LeBron James championship units have other guys when they're equally as leaders or even more of leaders than him, that's when they win. I'm not saying he's never been a leader, but when he is the guy that people are saying is the leader of the locker room, those teams do not succeed for real. He's a ba- he's not that great of a leader. He's a cool leader. He's cool, but he got a lot of, a lot of sore loser in him, and I don't blame him. I'm a sore loser. Don't get me wrong. I lose once on the wreck, I'm quitting. I don't, we're not no, we don't need to play again. I don't want to play again. So no, I'm a sore loser. I get it. But you can't you can't have that with the shooting because everyone starts to you got guys crying on the bench. You got guys not like everybody literally, literally Sam crying. LA's like everybody just they just copying this guy. I can't I can't go so, for it. I can't blame Darvin Ham though. I'm not gonna blame Darvin. It's not Darvin's fault. So leave him up alone. So two things, Ron. So what I did was I talked, I, I I talked nonsense about you, and I told everybody, you know, Ron been talking about you, right? Ron said he could whoop you. So when they finally jump on you, now I go, damn, Ron. You know what? I probably was wrong for saying that, man. You know, Ron ain't really that bad of a dude. You already opened up the door, Damo. You already started it. You already did it. You already got the dude beat up. <laughs> now you want, now you want to go back and apologize and tell everybody, you know, he really ain't like that. You the one started it. That's you. Yeah, that's that's, that's crazy, Damo. I'm, I'm not that, that, that's, that's, that's first wild. of all. Number two, I did not watch the Laker game last night. Mars, you know why I didn't watch the Laker game last night? Not because I didn't want to watch Houston. Not because I didn't want to not, – not because I don't like Jabari Smith because you know how I feel about Jabari Smith. But oh, I just – it's, 
I get so sick of talking about the same goddamn thing with the Lakers. Like it's the same story with these dudes. And we got teams in the league like Minnesota, like Oklahoma City, like Boston, like other teams that have good players and good systems. Meanwhile, I'm still talking about the Lakers and the same thing we was talking about last year. And the same thing goes on and on and on and on. And I get so sick of talking about it with these dudes. It just drives me crazy. As far as James being a leader, Damo, we're to a point. Now, I like to think that James is a better leader than you give him credit for. So when he was in Cleveland, I mean, when, when he was in Cleveland, Kyrie Irving was the one who came out and said that he apologized. Yo, this leadership, this leadership thing is a lot harder than what I thought it was. So I want to say that I'm sorry because I'm sure that I was a lot to deal with when I was there. But now I'm, I've gotten older. And now that I'm older, my patience level is a lot less than what it was when I was 28, when I was 29. I'm almost 40. So the fact that I'm almost 40, I'm out here now like, yo, I got to come to work every day and deal with this nonsense. I mean, should I really even be doing this anymore? Because that's really what's going on right now. Now, should his body language be better? Yes. Should he be more encouraging to guys? Yes. But when I'm older and I keep seeing the same thing, like we just got finished talking about, we're going over the same thing over and over and over again. It gets redundant. And when you get older, Damo, it starts to get corny fast. It gets corny real fast. And what I would be more patient with at 25, at 28, when I'm 37, no. This is nonsense, and I'm I'm, I'm just sick of it. Chilton, I feel you. I'm simply just going to keep blaming LeBron leadership so then <laughs> everyone can catch on to that, and they start blaming LeBron leadership, and I can go back to blaming Darvin Ham. Oh, but you you uh, know that's impossible. They, there's not going to be a consensus blaming LeBron. That's impossible. And I'm not blaming LeBron. I'm just saying I think he's displayed bad leadership at times. For example, in the post-game interview, when he when the Lakers beat Houston, oh, yeah, Dylan Brooks, hell of a competitor, man. Yeah, we, we I respect what Dylan Brooks does. He loses. Next question, Dylan Brooks. I'm not asking a question about Dylan Brooks. Oh, but you can praise them and you win. But when you lose to Dylan Brooks, all of a sudden, nah. Why you talking to me about Dylan Brooks? I don't want to hear about Dylan. Shut up, man. Sore loser. Them. Praise them, man. Like it's like, it's like little loser, stuff man. like that. Like I don't want to. Like it's all it's all fine and dandy when you're winning. Oh yeah, you can show you can show love to people when you when they lose to you, and then when they beat you, all of a sudden the the love stops. Mm -hmm. It's funny. Just it's funny. And like, oh, you want to dap up Steph Curry after you just beat him by one point. Would it be the same energy if you would have just lost to him by one point? No, he would have walked out. Who knows? <laughs> and that's why I'm like, yeah, it's great when you win, isn't it? Yeah, the leadership is so easy when you're winning. But when it's time to display leadership when you lose, and no one's, say, no one's saying you can't be mad when you lose, but as a leader, and you know people follow the example you set, it's about being conscious of that. And the things he does sets a precedent for things that I think transpire on the court. Even today. When the team has a lack of effort getting back in transition, that's because they see LeBron James, when he misses a shot, stand on the other baseline and not get back. Now, I'm not saying they still shouldn't get back, but I'm saying if your leader is doing things, it makes you feel like you don't have to do certain things if he's able to just walk back and not play defense and doesn't come into the frame until there's 10 seconds left on the shot clock. Those type of things. Or when he doesn't feel like closing out and instead just let someone shoot, even if they're a 40% three-point shooter. What, allow, what makes other people think, we don't, we don't need to have intensity. Our leader doesn't have to have intensity. And now I know from other people's perspective is, well, LeBron James has done enough in the league that other people should be making up for what he does. Fine. But if you're a player on the Los Angeles Lakers playing as many minutes as he does, you have to give effort on the court. Mars, like hold on. Mars, hold on. Hold on, man. Hold on. 
After yes, this, we got a big might, LeBron might leave a 40% three-point shooter open in the corner, but you're not thinking, Mars. You're not studying the game. He only shoots 29% in that corner. Oh, he, hi, he, only, I keep, he, I he might shoot 40 <laughs> overall, but he shoots 29 right there. So I hey, for me, I'm going to let him shoot that because that's 29% right there, 40 everywhere else. That's big brown right there. Big brown. And I can't, oh, and oh. I, I've had enough, I'm not gonna lie, I've had enough of the 39. He's 39 standard. I'm sorry. You can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't praise the man when he plays well and says he's a top five player in the league and then compare it. Oh, he's better than Jason Tatum. He's I better than this guy. He's better than that Never. guy. And then when he does bad things, oh well, he's 39. What'd you expect? So stop comparing him to players younger than him and saying he's better than them if you're not going to hold him to the standard of the players younger than him. I expect Jason Tatum to give consistent effort. And if you're going to say LeBron James is better than Jason Tatum, I expect LeBron James to give consistent effort. I can't, I can't hear people tell me he doesn't need to do this and this and this because he's 39, but he's better than this guy who's 25 and he's doing all of those things. You can't tell me both things are true. That doesn't make sense. Stop comparing him to younger players and telling me he's better than them and then telling me he doesn't need to give effort because he's old. That doesn't make sense. I've had enough of hearing that. I can't I can't keep hearing people tell me LeBron doesn't need to try on defense because he's 39. LeBron James doesn't need to get back on defense because he's 39. LeBron James can soak and cry to the refs because he's 39 and then compare him to players who are younger than him, who are playing better than him and say, well, LeBron James is better than them. That doesn't make sense. You can't compare him to people and then not hold him to the same standard as those people. You can't do that. That doesn't make sense. Please just stop doing it. I've had enough of that. I keep seeing people say it. It doesn't make sense. Please, I, I beg you, stop doing it. And Jalen Green is the GOAT. All right, y'all. Um, this is a picture from last night's game. In case you were wondering how LeBron feels about Darvin Ham, that's how he feels about his head coach. Pluck that lump. That's how I be. No, <laughs> stop. I'm not blaming Darvin. I do also want to say that it was amazing watching the Pelicans play last night. Or not the Pelicans, I'm sorry. The Rockets play last night and watching their young guys all on the court at the same time. Amin Thompson, Jalen Green, and Cam Whitmore. I felt like I was getting a glimpse of the future, and it was phenomenal. I can't wait to see them three years from now starting for the Houston Rockets and really like being the most athletic team in the NBA and Happy Boy, birthday crazy. to Amen Thompson, by the way. I know Saul Thompson. Happy birthday. 21. Today's their birthday. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, moving along, I'm going to show these last games. We're not really going to touch on them too much, but I do just want to acknowledge them. Uh, we had actually a game that went down to the wire. Uh, the Magic and the Mavericks. The Mavericks won uh, a game that was wire to wire, 131 to 129. Luka did Luka things. He had 45 points, 15 assists. Nine rebounds. Paulo, on the other hand, got down as well. He had 36 points, nine rebounds, and seven assists. It was a good matchup. Anybody have anything to say about this game? Jonathan Isaac was on a minute situation. That's the only reason the Mavericks won. That's it. Go watch the eight minutes Jonathan Isaac was on the court. Luka Doncic wasn't on pace for 45, 9, and 15. Just saying. Just saying. Paulo needs to be getting more rebounds. I'm gonna keep saying it. He Definitely need to rebound more. 100. He need to rebound more. Yes, he does. Six ten B rebound. I'm not even saying like the rebounding, and I don't want to make it seem like I'm saying the rebounding is why they lost or anything like that. Paulo's just too damn big to not be getting more. He should be a double double guy. Yeah, I, he should be a twenty and ten guy. Now that's my only takeaway from this. Lucas the goat. Um, as, I, 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 Tim Hardaway was. Oh yeah, Tim Hardaway had what thirty six. And then a travel in the, in the in the in crunch time, which was bad. 
Um, are we? Can we? Can we? Can we put some respect on Joel Embiid, please? Why? Because now it's come out that he's legitimately hurt and didn't duck Denver. Or are we just gonna keep saying he's ducking Jokic, even though he's? Nah, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep saying he's ducking Jokic. Just more fun. Okay, so we 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 just don't care that the man was legitimately hurt and tried to play. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie to you. These teams be lying. These teams and these players be lying to save their narrative. I'm not. I'm not going for it, man. I'm gonna push my narrative, my propaganda all season long. He's ducking Jokic. He's ducking Denver. He's been hurt all ever okay. since 2019. He's hurt when it's time to go to Denver every time. Well, 2020, 2019-20, he played. Then 21, he was actually hurt. You can go look. He was missing games before the Denver game. It was like in a stretch of where he missed like 15 straight games. Mm-hmm. So he was mm-hmm. hurt. 2022, mm-hmm. the same thing. He was it was mm-hmm. in a stretch of where he was stretch of the season where he was hurt. 23. Yeah, he just dug the smoke. He dug the smoke. This year. He's legitimately hurt. What's wrong with him? His knee that's been bothering him the whole season. He went out and went to. I mean, these are the. He couldn't jump. He went out. He went out to work out. He went went to warm up. He said to the Philly coach and stuff, "Don't put me on the injury report. I'm playing in this game." Went to warm up and couldn't jump. What do you want him to do? Play and and not be able to jump, and then ruin his career because you want to see him in Denver? He knew he couldn't jump before he went out there. That's all I'm saying. Interesting that he could jump a couple of. A week ago, and he, he could still, jump and he still said, "Don't put me on the injury report. I'm playing in this game." And the Philly coaching staff said, "You are not playing in this game." They oh, said, yeah, he "Unless you're saying he's not too. being able to jump." No, no, no. The Indiana game, they were saying that same report. Uh, Demar's talking about the same thing that came out. Demar's talking about. They were saying he shouldn't have played in the Indiana game, like before that. Uh, before that game, and you can't like, say no, Embiid's like it's the Philly coaching staff who said he wasn't playing. So stop saying Embiid didn't come out with this report. Embiid isn't the one who said, "Oh yeah, um, the coaching staff shut me down. None of it." He didn't say none of that. It's well reported and documented. Embiid wanted to play in the game, couldn't jump, and the Philly coaching staff said, you are not playing in this game if you can't move. Like, that's the coaching staff doing their job, and Embiid wanted to play in the game. And it's the same thing with the Indiana game that he did play in, and that's probably why it's even worse now, his knee, because he probably shouldn't have played in that game either, because he wasn't he wasn't moving well in that game either. So you can say it's cap all you want, because I know you guys don't like Embiid, so that, that's whatever. But to say he ducked the smoke this year, disingenuous. Last year, I can agree with you. The two years before when he was actually hurt, no. And then before that, I mean, he wasn't even MVP and beat yet, so I don't think anyone really cared. So... Then we got to start talking about him like the all-time greats, Mars. We got to do it. You guys be making some crazy conspiracy theories to try to prove your narrative that Joel Embiid is scared of whatever you think he's scared of, even though he averages more points against um, the best defense in the NBA than damn near everyone, more points against teams above 500 than everyone in the NBA. But apparently he just ducks these teams, even though he dropped 51 on the best defense in the league and the defensive player of the year. But apparently he just doesn't want to, he just doesn't want to play against these matchups because you guys think it's funny to say so. I mean, then the I fact guess. that he's not available, Mars, that's a problem. Even uh, let's let's take the duck and the smoke out of it, okay? Because it's obvious that he ain't scared from your estimation and from what the logic that you're giving me. It's obvious that he's not scared, okay? I'll get with that logic, Mars. But the fact that the guy isn't available as much as he should be, we can't. Yeah, that's talk the about problem. That's, that's the, problem. the problem. He's not available as much as he should be. That's the biggest issue that I have. And because he's not available, I'll take the duck and the smoke. I'll take that off the table. The fact that you're not available as much as you should be. That takes you out of the conversation because availability matters. That's why. That's why this. That's the same logic that you were giving me, Mars, when we talked about Kawhi Leonard. There's a there's a stretch where you can only give me two, I think three elite seasons from Kawhi Leonard. I think that's all you could give me. But mm-hmm. the fact that he won the NBA championship twice and was the Finals MVP twice, 
Now we're talking about this guy as being in the top 15 all time. But wait a minute. Playing matters. Being available matters. And if you're not available, how can I talk about you like I talk about these all-time great guys? I can't do it. I agree with that. And that's why I'm concerned for the playoffs because this knee, I'm not saying it's Kawhi degenerative knee because I don't know. But if he has to load manage his knee the whole year, there's clearly something wrong that isn't just, it's not just like, a, oh, it's a basic injury, rest for two weeks, he'll be fine. It seems like he has an actual problem, which is he might not ever be healthy in the playoffs, which is why, yeah, I might have to accept that. Is this the same problem as last year? Because he had a knee injury last year too. It might be. It might be. I just know it's, it's left knee soreness is what they right. keep putting it down to. I don't know if it's tendonitis. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But it seems to be lingering. It's, it's like if he just plays too much, it's right. just going to keep getting worse and worse. So you have to load managing him through the season, which means he's probably not going to win MVP this year, which I think is tough when you have a season as good as he is and he's not going to play enough games. And not going to make the whole pro team either, Mark. Don't leave that part out. Exactly. I mean, that, that's that's tough for like if he cares about winning another MVP. But maybe maybe he will have a healthy postseason run who knows but i just don't i just don't think he's ever going to be fully healthy i just don't think that's possible fellas we got super chats we're going to go ahead and knock them all down right now mp13 said the pelicans really might get fooled and give that fat slob a max contract for him conditioning on company time i just trade him we can't have someone who's in shape for half a season and is an injury risk first of all didn't they just sign him to a max deal Literally, I think it's like 193 million dollars, 183 million dollars. Yeah, so they already not, not fully guaranteed, right? Right. I don't, it's not. So yeah, there's that. But they did extend them. Yeah, so. they did. They already did that. Drink more water said to the people that want coaches to make adjustments. What specifically do you see schematically that you want these coaches to change? Is it plays slash sets, defensive schemes, or personnel slash rotations, etc.? What exactly. is it? Exactly what you just said. Defensive schemes. Ones and fives should not be switching. Not only should ones and fives not be switching, maybe the pickup point should be higher. When you got guys in trans, when, you, when you're playing against a fast or, or great transition team, you should the pickup point should be higher to slow them down. You shouldn't have, um, I don't know, Tyrese Halliburton hit the pickup point be at the three-point line when they're in transition. No, that's a scheme. That's an adjustment there that you should be doing. Tyrese Halliburton should not come up the floor unmolested. Pardon my, uh, uh, maybe I should use a, a different word than molested. Tyrese, <laughs> Tyrese Halliburton, yeah. Tyrese Halliburton shouldn't come up the floor unbothered. Nobody should, he should just not, he just not, shouldn't just come up the floor that way. When you got Vanderbilt on the floor at the same time with Cam Reddish and, and, and Wood, that should not be a rotation that you should have on the floor at the same time. Russell Westbrook, DeAndre Jordan, and Dwight Howard should not be on the floor at the same time, but they are. That's a rotation issue. Those are the things that need to be changed. And also to address that super chat, it's not a one-size-fits-all thing for – because you said coaches, what coach adjust, what adjustments do coaches make. It's not a one-size-fits-all type of thing. Like some coaches need better rotations, Darvin Ham. Some coaches need better defensive schemes, um, like the Pacers coach. Who, who is that again? Rick Carlisle. What's his name? Carlisle. Carlisle. Yeah. Carlisle. Some coaches need to need better plays and sets and all of that good stuff. So it, it just depends on the team you got, the roster you got. And, you know, some coaches just are bad at certain things. But to keep it pushing, 
Brunson's disciples said, Ron, we got Jamaicans out here in NY2. Stop protecting Dub and Mars. Knicks are going to the finals this year. These dudes hated on us all year. Nobody in the East stopping us. Knicks top three title team. I said, I said, I said the East has four and a half contenders. I said the I said the Knicks have an outside shot of going to the finals. And now you're saying I hate. Sure. Uh, and Brunson's disciples said cap to that. No, nah, sure. I said that yesterday. Go watch the show. <laughs> You want to talk about delusional fans, Damo? Check out Nick fans, y'all. <laughs> talk to Nick fans. Some some Nick fans oh. are ridiculous. Oh, I know. My uncle's a Nick yeah, fan. I, I, I grew up my whole show. my whole life hearing about how John Starks was better than X, Y, N, Z in the nineties and all that. Yeah, I, I I know. Chill. Trust me. Shout to John Starks a story game seven, man. Best game in NBA history. KTJ012 said, if you could trade Mikael Bridges, what team would you trade him to? And what impact would he have on that team? Milwaukee. He'd be great in oh, Milwaukee. Damn, no, he's perfect. He's perfect for what they're looking for. Los Angeles also with the with the Lakers. He'd be great on the Lakers. I'll give I'll give I'll give Brooklyn one of I'll give Brooklyn one of that picks back from Mikael Bridges. One the Lakers is the answer. That, that's a team that I think he would be phenomenal on. Literally can play his natural role, the three, mm-hmm. you know, be a three and D guy. A great one at that. Yeah, man. Shout out Mikel. Speaking of three and D, D3 sit through a super chat and said, I see PC as a show for the majority of big sports, basketball, football, and even soccer. But where are the shows for motorsport? motorsport? I would love to see a show about IndyCar or Formula One. Hmm. Oh, this guy drove his car faster than the other guy. There you go. There's the show. Left. Turn left. left. Oh, no. He turned left again. Left. Oh, wait, wait. He left. turned left again. Left. Oh, wait for it. I can't wait to see what happened next. Oh, my God. Left. Another left turn. Left. Hey, D3, I'm excited. These guys might not be excited for that show. I'm left. excited for it when it does left. happen. Maybe left. 2025. Dude's trying to no. sell me that, that, that Formula no, 1 I... car drivers are athletes. You drive a car. Well, nah, right. we'll be honest. Honest. No, I'll be honest. The G force that hey, the strength is different. I ain't gonna lie. Nah, that's G-forces tough. That's tough. That's different. Tough. I will say, I don't want to slander the motorsport. Yeah, team. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna I, say that. No, I think because the strength that requires to sit in that car, and you know how hard it is just to push down the accelerator. You know how hard it is. It's not just a regular car. Like you got, you got to have some insane strength. I, I'm that athletes. I'm saying that's not I'm, it's not the easiest thing to do in the world. I promise you, it's more to it than just driving fast. I literally watched a video last night for no reason at all about um how Danica Patrick is like one of the most overrated race car drivers. <laughs> just breaking down like how the scoring and the stats and everything goes into it. It I would have to really I would have to do basically how I did for baseball and really mm-hmm. emerge myself to know what's going on so I know what's going on. Because I ain't gonna hold you, I haven't really known nothing about um NASCAR or, or or motorsports since like Jeff Gordon was the name to talk about in NASCAR, and I know that was eons ago essentially. And that's because so. he was in North Carolina, and he they probably yeah. got stats of him out there somewhere. So I'm sure that anyway. I'm sorry, Ron. Oh, that's Dale Earnhardt. That's Dale Earnhardt. I actually went to crazy thing. I went to a school with his elementary school with his niece, Dale Earnhardt. Mm-hmm. So yeah, okay. Uh, DSG Piccolo. Said some people think Thibault would veto any trade to the Bucks with Doc right. there. He can veto any trade for a year. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Be yeah, who wants to play with Doc Rivers? Not Thibault. I did not I know Thibault had a no trade. I, I, I no, if, you, if, you, if your offer sheet gets matched as a restricted free agent, you basically get a no trade clause for a year. 
where you. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. That's a dope thing. Yeah, because they basically kept you there against your will. So hey, now you get to choose where you get. You don't get to ship. You don't get to ship me out wherever you want to ship me out to. No, I can get with that word. I can definitely get with that. Keeping it pushing, Hans Walker said Devin Booker first year as a PG, averaging 29, 5, and 7 on 50, 39, and 88 shooting splits. Respect this man. Who doesn't respect I me? Mean, he's playing with Kevin Durant and Bradley Bill. Right. Devin Booker very high on the ethical buckets tier list. Very he high. is. He is. He's a hooper, but I'm we already respect him. I don't know nobody that was disrespected him. Now, when he's matched up against Luca, I mean, I know where my allegiance lies. Shout out! I just know I, I just he just has the most unethical seventy point game of all time. But he's an ethical bucket guy for sure. Literally, that's seventy. Well, I, I don't even count as a point game. But that's besides. When me. you mention Devin Booker or when you think of him, just remember this number. Wherever you want to put him at one through ten, but he's somewhere in there. Just remember that. Oh no! Yes, yes. MP13 said, PG being the best player on the team isn't going to allow them to win a championship. Steph, a top, or PG's point guards. Uh, Steph, a top 12 player all time at worst is an anomaly. Let's not pretend it's feasible for small guards to win. It is. It's just, I don't understand what's so hard to understand about it. Everyone understands how hard it is for a small guard led team to win. But just because it's hard, pause, doesn't mean it's impossible. Impossible and difficult are two different things. Y'all are talking like it is impossible for it to happen or because a few anomalies happen, then it's impossible. No, it's not impossible. It is just extremely difficult. And teams would rather take the easier road versus the difficult road because a lot of teams suck management-wise and front office-wise. And building a unit around a small guard, it's... It's an anomaly. Okay, sure. It has happened, though. It's not like it's never happened. And it's happened more than once, more than twice. So you could do it. Almighty Lambo said Cam Whitmore went at LeBron like he was the star saying, this is about to be my league. Hmm. I can't believe he got him at 20. I, <laughs> I can't believe it. If a, man pans out, if a man pan, actually does pan out, which I hope he does, I, I do think he will when he gets it together. Mm-hmm. Yo, that, that draft class for the Rockets might be generational. Like, that might be one of the ones they talk about for a minute. A man is very good. A man, a man just can't shoot yet, but a man is very, very good. Like, that was a pass he made. It was it was to a Cam Whitmore three. He got a rebound. He climbed over someone for a rebound, like, over the top. Climbed, got a rebound. Pushed the pace towards the end of the first quarter. Got drove baseline, three defenders collapsed on him. He's behind the backboard and he threw a dot to Cam Whitmore for three. Like no one on our team could make that, but that's an elite pass that he that he can make. So a man, a man's very good. I, I, four years from now, when we have a man, Jalen, Cam, Jabari, Tari, and Sengun, <laughs> good times, good times. <laughs> all right, so all of a sudden, I got a super chat from all of a sudden. Said, would you rather be the sixth man on a team that wins nine chips, possibly win defensive player of the year, and play 13 seasons, or be a superstar averaging 36 a game, win MVPs, and never make it to the finals, but play 19 seasons? How much money do I make? Let's say all max contracts, a contract, and then the other one is not necessarily max contracts, but 
right below a max contract as a six man. Not right below, but you know, like not 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 mid level exceptions, but you make a good like amount of money. Twenty, like twenty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, six man, six man, six man. You're getting paid as a six man if you're on a team that wins nine championships. You enter. Yeah, give me, give me, give me nine. And you're getting BPO wise. You're getting, yes. you're definitely getting some good money. Yeah, just in today's NBA, definitely give me that. I'm gonna just start yeah. a podcast. What? Nine rings, I'm a defensive player. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna start streaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. give me that. Twenty million a year. Yeah, give me that. Give me that. Because if I'm playing nine years to get nine rings, twenty a year, that's one eighty. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Big Dom Rich said, "All of y'all said Miami is a championship contender just yesterday." All of I us. Ho, ho, ho. I still think they're contenders to come out of the East. I still think they can. All of us. I never backed down from that take yesterday. So. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, mean, I, 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 I said I wouldn't be surprised if if they made a run in the, in the in the East. But yo, stop acting like they ain't lose seven games in a row. How are we supposed to be talking about them? We supposed to be talking about them like yo, they going to the finals. They lost seven straight games. What are you talking about, man? That's like saying that this chick, yo, you just yesterday was saying she fly. She still fly. She's got a ripped skirt on. So I'm supposed to be talking about it like she just got out. Oh, she just got in front in front of the mirror. She ain't as fly as she was yesterday. You talking the about the hardest part of Miami season is getting themselves to the playoffs. Right. If they yeah, they yeah. get there, I think I'll be fine. Like the hardest part for Miami is being able to actually get there. That's the hardest part for them. So Sick of these dudes, man. I gotta know. Did she leave the house with the rip skirt? Or no, she... no, she was super fresh. She had a money gear on money, but yo, she ripped her skirt and she broke her heel. Do she still look, does she still look the same? As she did before she got out in front of the mirror? No. But is she still fly? Let's clean up a little bit and let's get her back to looking like that. Yeah. Broken heel and rip skirt is crazy. She, we we got to get her right. Uh, Smokey said, well, ticket, what about Anthony Edwards? But he's obviously not here. So what about Anthony Edwards? Right. If they win a ring, is he over certain guys? Is that what that was about? I think so. Yeah. And the best player in the league if they win a ring. There you go. Kenneth Jr. said, Damo, I just watched Dante Exum get slammed. He got the Kurt Angle suplex. Also, Terry Roro shook KD. Yo, when a dude slam you on the basketball oh, yeah. court, when a dude slam you on the basketball court, you, 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 because basketball players ain't really like that. Let me put that out there, Damo. Basketball players are not really like that. So he must have said something foul to him. Absolutely. And um, I did want to speak on that during that heat segment. Uh, yeah, I know they lost. T. Roro shook the hell out of KD with that move. Shifty guy. But, yeah, it was, it was a nasty slam. Yabusele went crazy. I forgot it was Yabusele who did it. I thought it, I don't know why I thought it was, like, Perry Jones or Thomas Robinson. It was Yabusele. MP13 said Brown isn't the perimeter defender or isn't the best perimeter defender on his own team. What are we doing? Oh, yeah, so, they have Derek White and Drew Holiday. What does that mean? Right. Keenan Bennett said, shout out to Damo. Give T-Man minutes. I knew it was a rap soon as they got James Harden for T-Man getting minutes. I ain't going to lie to you. Pip named Slickback said, chill. Stop randomly yelling after an hour of mellow talk, bro. RIP people that wear headphones. <laughs> I'll yell if I feel like yelling. That's what I'm going to do. I'll yell if I feel like yelling. Okay. <laughs> All right, there you go. 
You got it. Uh, we got new members. I just want to shout out the new members. Shout out everybody that is just now watching Players Choice, and shout out all the new members. Welcome to the family. We got back in the Mount Hendricks book. Uh, who else we got? The Green Maurice Sports. John Wick. Yes, that John Wick. The, the John Wick that you guys watched on the big screen. He just joined and became a member, so you should join and become a member. Also, while you're at it, like the video, subscribe, go to www.playerschoicemerch.com. Tonight, we will be on playback giving away NBA VIP passes. So if you don't have NBA League Pass and can't watch the game, we'll supply you with a pass so you can watch the game. Uh, every day, we are on playback. Open Gym will be on playback today, and they will watch film on, I guess, Magic Johnson. So right after Open Gym at 1 o'clock, uh, Pacific or for Eastern, go and check that out. Also, Chill Town will be watching the Indiana Pacers and the Boston Celtics on playback at 7 uh, Eastern time for Pacific. And also after that, J-Rob and Bama Headed Gang will be on playback watching an assortment of games. So you guys go check them out. Uh, any final thoughts or words or anything? Me and Maz will be back on playback soon. So come check us out. Uh, Damo is in effect. Damo, make sure you pass that. So <laughs> drink water, put on a suit, don't drink and drive. Hey, man, call your mother, yo. Call your mother. Facts. Hey. Also, shout out to Dub's new haircut, too. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We will be back at the same time oh, tomorrow. Oh, oh, with... oh, 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 oh. We got one more super chat. Hold on. Oh, we do. DSG Piccolo, you snuck one in there. I see what you yeah. did. He said, side note, shout out to Scoot for 20 in the fourth. He had 20 points in the fourth. Dub stat padding, unethical, but needed development. Scoot had 40 and 10? I think it was something like that. Something crazy. Scoot, shout out Scoot. Hold on, let me see. Chase a bag. Always chase a bag. Never not chase a bag. Scoot had 22 points last night. but shout Yeah, that's basically 40 and 10. 22, 22 and 4, 40 and 10. All right, so. All right, y'all. Open gym next. Y'all be sure to get over there. We'll be back tomorrow. Ada. Ada.